so happy to hear your voices. I can't even. Shit, I just got mine back. <sighs> Brittany, okay, right. first off, I feel like you and Omar are in a competition to find out who could be the most awesome hey, in 2021. Hey. Right, right. Like, Glow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, go on, y'all. Go Omar. The glow up is real. Now, let me tell you, like, the parallels, okay? We got 2021. Britney and Omar bought mm, houses. Mm, Cha-ching. Mm, right? Yes. Cha-ching. Uh, Britney and Omar got engaged. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Do that. To each other. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, that. no. They're way right. greater people. Other, other <laughs> They're way folks. better than them. Right, right. Go start the already. They other secretly folks. hate each other. <laughs> right. Uh, Britney just finished her master's. Congratulations. Twinkle, twinkle. Hey. Right? Yeah, That's so huge. One up, one up hey. Britney's, Britney's one, Omar. Wait, Britney's three, Omar's two. Uh, Brittany and Omar started new lucrative <laughs> gigs too. Right? Um, Omar, money you know bags saying? over here. You, you know what I mean? I'm, like niggas ain't. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to get alone. Alone. I'm sitting here bigging you up. I ain't got one congratulations yet. He don't give a <laughs> fuck. About no, you, he Brittany. don't. Brittany, <laughs> love <laughs> takes time. You just can't rush into it. It's not the military. You can just show up. You right. gonna get your flowers? You gonna get your flowers? <laughs> right. Don't pressure me. Oh Don't tell God. me what to do. <laughs> no, nah, you guys. I just, I'm just so proud of y'all. Like, I feel like when, when anyone on our team wins, mm-hmm. we Man. win. First of all, so meaning, I take mm-hmm. credit for all oh, that. Listen, let me tell y'all. Hey, like, let me all kinds y'all. of investments got made. No, no. <laughs> all, all seriousness, you know? like Brittany is one of the strongest black women. On the planet, mm. I don't know That's when she had time to right do here. all this shit. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. But congratulations, Brittany, Brittany. you've been kicking butt, as I've always Damn. said. And uh, mm-hmm. here's the thing: appreciate it. You accomplished a lot in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Don't forget my certification, y'all. Yes. My oh right, she got her sherm. Is it? Yep, sherm. S H R M. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm a master. For those of you who don't yep. don't understand HR, that's like the the bar of the HR. And it only took me one like, time, bitch. Ooh, only one awesome. try on these. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So let me. When we gonna get the Hennessy in the office? Right. You feel me? It's on the way. <laughs> it is on the way. Hennessy on top. Know that? On, on top. top. You just walk up. Boop. Shot of Hennessy. Time to toast. Mm. Anything is possible in our office. Listen, <laughs> she had a poster on the wall. Anything is possible. <laughs> yes. 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 But thank but you, yeah. Omar. And, and during that. a pandemic, too. No, during a awesome. pandemic. Hey, yes. what better time? It's dead you know ass, I mean? right? What better Utilize time? this time like, wisely. Don't be like time. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think the pandemic was the, the, the perfect time to reset. Yeah, right? I think it was yeah. just a lot of people yeah, for a lot that of just just gave up, mm. and I think the stronger people went out and got busy. Right, like you can't just sit in the house sad. I challenge that though. Go for it. Go I for it. I challenge that a little bit. So I'm not saying obviously that the people who was like, okay, boom, it's grind mode. I think that that's important, but I think outside of remove the people who did like lose people because there's a lot of grief like collectively going on but i also think 
the pandemic, especially in the beginning when we didn't really know what it was, we didn't know if like we would catch the shit and our eyes would start bleeding out and we would be like zombies and shit. Like we you didn't mean, know. You what mean was basically when we used to care, right? When people when we cared about that. When we used to care. When, when they thought they was about, about to die. Look, when they sent the baby well, Casey, tight, and they closed what? the school, <laughs> we were concerned. Yeah, what, what you trying I'm to challenge, Casey? What you trying to challenge? What you trying what to say? I, what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm say saying it with is, your chest. <laughs> there was a, shut up. There was a lot of uncertainty. And in and sometimes that that can really shake a person and not in a way where it's like, oh, I need to get busy. So that because like we didn't know what the future was. It was like, why am I going to work towards something when I'm just terrified of how to get through the day or, and you know, like even being thought, at home for some people felt like it was relaxing. We thought it was like going to be over real yeah, fast. But, but, right. Remember when they were selling thing. that? Like we thought, uh, oh, just, Two, not, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, but at a point, oh, we did two, not think but right, Casey, no. But Casey, Here's, doesn't that kind of prove my point, though? That, you know, the stronger people, right? The strongest survive, right? And hard times create tough people. Easy times create weak sure. people, right? So when the shit really hits the fan, when you see the movers mm-hmm. getting busy, that that is an indicator that you, you do have uh, stronger and weaker people, right? Because there's still people that don't know what the hell to do, right? But let's say if I kidnapped right. your ass and dropped your ass <laughs> off in China, <laughs> right? Are you just okay. going to give up? Or are you going to try to you know, work your way out of it, right? Like hey, You're just going to sit there on the street and okay. just like beg for food? <laughs> it's like, no, you, no, you should be that. able to... Uh, 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 the real ones... Okay, the, so here's the thing, the Casey. Question, a though. real one, you can drop them off anywhere, anywhere in the anywhere. planet. And they're gonna make it happen, right? You you drop a weak person well, off, they're gonna do the same <laughs> shit they were doing where, wherever they were at. It doesn't matter to them, right? Mm. Like, right? Okay, okay, but but hear me out though. Let's let's take people who were working their ass off before the pandemic. So you had folks with two and three jobs, you know, on their feet all day doing all this stuff, and then boom, lockdown, and it was like this was the first time they got a chance to catch their breath for but, decades, like. Case. And you're right. You're yeah. absolutely correct. However, that was me too. Like, think about like me, my commute every day, like going back mm. and forth from yeah. the suburbs to drop them kids off because mm-hmm. they were in the city right. and we we were right. like temporarily like in the suburbs and then getting to work right. and still working till nine o'clock and going to the city to pick them up, coming home. You have three bonus kids, you're making dinner, you're cleaning up. And then even during during the pandemic, when they grounded the, the kids, everybody in one spot at one time, and I'm working a job that I hate. Mm, that's the Fucking worst. hate. I could have yeah. mailed a bomb to their ass. Like, I would have been okay. You are not doing this on this <laughs> like, podcast. I'm just saying. Like, I hated right. them. I you am not about to dark, Show you up. dark real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do we need to do a wellness that's 10 years, but, that, but that's 10 years of doing some shit because you got to do it. Doing some shit right. because you got to do this in order to get to the point where you can do and be happy doing what you want to do. Because you're making moves, right, in, in the but pandemic. I use that time where it was like, okay, I don't have to get up and go nowhere, right? I'm still working. I still got kids. Now, now I'm, a, I'm a teacher, you know. I'm a, I'm a, right, I'm a life right. coach, you know. Mm. I'm, a, I'm, a right. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm a I'm gym teacher. I'm, I'm a gym off. teacher. I'm doing all this. <laughs> 
you know, and I'm still like. I'm taking my kid out of school. Like, like we just that's that's but, but for real. Like you know what I'm saying. You're gonna have to figure this out on your own, son. There's a point in every man's life. Now in a house, you know what I'm saying. So you're yeah. dealing with you know all kinds of of new things that you didn't know how to how to handle. Like at one point, I had to put my boss on hold to talk to my uh, stepson's teacher because. Mm. I, I don't know who he was talking to, but he told somebody on the computer to shut up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, here we go. Oh, shit. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm telling my boss, you know what? I'm sorry, because I can hear it. Because mm. he's he's right there. And I hear the teacher like laying in on him. And I'm like, yo, what's up? Okay, hold on. Give me one second. I really have to address this. Mm. And then now I had to switch into like mom mode to tell her like, right. baby girl, he wasn't talking to you. He was talking to Chelsea. Like, I, I don't know how to handle this right. situation. And so just using right. the time because I didn't have, you know, those outside responsibilities like the commute and having to go here and go there and do this and do that and I was able to be in the house and it just was like okay if I'm home then I'll make those take that extra time that extra study and that extra grinding to do whatever it is I need to do so that so that when we do come out of this because believe best believe we gonna come out of it regardless of what happens along the way the way our economy and world is set up some shit's going to be on the other side. It's just whether or not I'm going to be happy where I'm at when that happens. Yeah, and you how, know. However long it takes. No, and I'll, I'll, I'll say like this, too, because I guess there's two ways you can look at it. For some people, it might have been a, a reset. But I think for everybody, it was definitely a reshuffling, you know, of the mm-hmm. deck. Like, it, 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 yeah. it yeah. I feel like if you have not changed profoundly on some type of way in the right. last two years, you have no soul right, like you're empty on the inside like i don't even understand how a global pandemic doesn't change you in some profound way and 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 not just the global pandemic i but the global pandemic that that ensued upon us it was a global pandemic plus social injustice right. plus homelessness plus oh, man. like all kinds of shit okay wrapped yep. up into yep. one so when you say like therapy like th- Anybody investing in therapists should be making a mint. Like they should have came out on top at the end of this. Like everybody needs it. Right. Where's everybody where's the therapy NFT? Where's the therapy NFT? I need I, I need I somebody to create an NFT for therapy, goddammit. Because everybody was touched I don't think in you know some how to way. <laughs> no one knows how they work, okay? It's like three niggas <laughs> on the planet that know Girl, and a million niggas that's on it right like now. Okay? Some virtual shit to me. I three don't know what the fuck it. it is. It's it's actually uh that uh cryptocurrency shit. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a long story. Uh, Next story, right? But, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> everybody was touched in some way. You cannot tell me that you're the same person right. that you were in January 2020. That you, you know, are in January 2021, or yeah. that you will be in January now, 2022. What I will say, ta- what I will say, is for some of us, and I'm not saying. So there's a little bit of this in me. Um, I'm still fine, <laughs> but. <laughs> I've the way in which I've changed is so much of of what I do and what I've done and what other people are doing. I'm like, it's not nearly as important as I think we once thought it was like, you know, I I think people sort of put these um, 
importance on like appearance and decorum at work and all these different things. And I'm not saying that those things still don't matter, but just meaning like, I think when you think about the grand scheme of things and, you know, when, when life is really on the line, it's like, man, we, we were going out buying like suits and shit for a new job and, you know, making sure that our hair was straightened to go to work. Like just little shit like that. Like I think what happened to me during this period was like, even though I'm still working and I'm at the same place and I'm doing well, everything's fine. I think sometimes I just look up and I'm like, what are we doing all this for? Like it just, fe- everything feels so trivial mm. to me now. And I think that that's a part of how I changed and it is really making me rethink a lot about my mm. life. And I don't think I'm alone in mm. that. Yeah, no, you're not. Absolutely. It, it really it really gave me an opportunity to sit back and just see how um, and just really peel back the layers of just our existence as a world and how we are instrumental in creating the like the policies and procedures that we all live by and hold true and dear to our hearts day to day. Like just how just how simple it is that we are following rules and expectations that a gr- group of regular individuals like put together. One they day. Made, it they made it up. We all we all make it everything was made up. up. And we and been... you guys are out here riding around with all of this like just this pride behind some shit that was made yeah. up, discussed over bread and beer. Like I, I, I mean, think I'm the most starting. fascinating part about it all, though, is is to is to see how it's changing, right? Yeah. Like to to recognize how it's changing, and to see it changing right in front of our faces. Some stuff that we've been yeah. talking about for right. a very long time. Right. Like we know we've been overworked. We know, especially if you, depending upon the kind of job you have, you you've always hated having to go into the office when you knew the majority of your stuff was could could be done virtually you know when we say like that meeting could have been an email you know it's one of those type of things where you're noticing that the entire system because it has to change is is finally being drug into the 21st century yeah like even people being able to live in different cities than they were living in before like yeah you know like that that changed so much with the real estate game where now you've got all of these smaller cities Man. that are starting to benefit because they're looking at shit like oh but the people that live there hate uh, it yeah uh, so if you they live somewhere like a charlotte the, like, or somewhere in nashville oh, where it was what? just idaho is blowing shit. up like what are y'all doing here yeah. <laughs> they and, and hate let me it tell you guys like it wasn't until i got out here and start talking to the people that i, I work with and then like just running into people like when I go eat or whatever. Like I did not realize how many people just up and just relocate and just move around like that. Like I felt yeah. like it was like before this experience, it was never an option because I'm like, who does that? Who lives like that? Right? Brittany, where you live at? Oh, Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, and we ain't, listen, listen, we ain't got to get the You're full right. team, right, right. right. Ba- we ain't going to put the full team. We just know there, you right, working but... somewhere that's kind of elite, that's that's pretty fucking elite. Right. Silicon Valley, next right. level shit, but we ain't going to get the specifics. We just going to say, you know. they making money out there where you at. You know what I mean? Like, listen. niggas is making money where you at. And I'm trying to come where your mama <laughs> at. Like, tell Tyrese I'm on the way. <laughs> 
So her, her daughter part two is on the way. Right, right. Okay, like, but no, yeah, Santa Clara, California. So, yeah, we're all in. So I'm not the only one that's no longer located in yes. Chicago. Casey uh, is my get, muse. Stop, stop. We bi-coastal um, in the motherfucker out of, here right now. You know what I'm saying? We, we bi-coastal as fuck. So speaking of which, if uh, we have any technical issues, we get a pass <laughs> because if we own Three different locations. And we don't have no today. sponsor. Mm. <laughs> Listen, we, we we've done a podcast here <laughs> in 2021. We're we good year. We out here because we actually like each other and we like talking to each other. Not because somebody is like, you know, making life easy for us and we can right. have good Listen, equipment. And I had, Podcast I, from the heart. I, I you guys have each, right, you guys have each told me about people asking about oh, the podcast. Yes. One of my friends yesterday told me she got her uh, Spotify thing about her most listened stuff and our podcast was Oh shit, she should post it so I can repost it listen, like listen. a million that means, she, that means she digging through the crates. Shout out to 2J. Yeah, she was listening you to said, the archives, oh, right. you know. Yeah, right. Because people, been on are, a people are going through. They going through with right, right, We've been on a hiatus. Really. They are going. But we had a lot. We had a lot going on, y'all. Like <laughs> a, a, lot, lot. a lot. Like we had. Yeah. So I do appreciate everybody's uh, patience, and I hope that you guys were making it through. I mean, if you if you've made it this far, I think you should give yourself a pass because it was a really difficult period for some people, and, and, and they did lose here's, people. Here's what's like, fascinating, right? Um, is that it, it's not over, right? But it, right. it is, as if for the people that listen to the earlier podcast, I did say that this was how things were going to progress, right? Now that the Omarion version of this, uh, <laughs> of this, you know, <laughs> of the pandemic, of the, pandemic it, <laughs> the, the variant, the Omarion right? The fact variant. that we keep getting into new spaces. Me and Omar have been talking about the fact that the dragon is is out of the cage, right? The genie is out of the bottle. You can't you can't push it back in. And so now, what I think we're we're starting to realize or or accept is that you know we're in a do a new day and age. This thing is not going away. And so I think right. that as we progress, it's going to be interesting to see how we progress as a society. Um, because I don't think it's as simple as everybody getting vaccinated. You know, now I'm still obviously pro vaccination for personal protection, but I don't think it's something that we will be able to like like COVID won't go away. It is going to be the no, new. No, it's strain. a version of the flu. Absolutely, yeah, and, yeah. and think about it. Like the flu, the flu strain develops every year. The flu is eventually going to phase it out, mutates. and that's why they tell us every year to get a flu shot because the flu strain. Because what happens with your body? That's why they give you the flu to fight the flu, right? Because your body, if they're familiar with it, then it it'll it, it'll it'll be able to to fight it. But like new stuff that comes in, like that that's that's the issue, right? So I think that that's what COVID is really just going to do. Like, if you look up, like, influenza, it is a COVID-like right. strand. It, it's a coronavirus. Yeah, it's a coronavirus. So, like, it, <laughs> it, that's all that's going to happen. And, and we knew this was going to happen because what the what, what do things do? It evolves, right? Like, it, it right, viruses grow and develop and, and get more aggressive because, we like, our bodies figure out how to fight it so no it's not gonna go and they away. like fuck that we about to figure some yeah, new it, shit out it, but what's <laughs> crazy is how rapidly it's it's like evolving 
right? It's mutating so quickly. Um, so that, I, I guess that's the concern, right? I, I guess that would mm. be the concern. But in terms but then, of it going away, so no. where do you all think it's going to go? Have though, to fight a way do you all think it. that that we're going to get to a space where they're requiring to see cards in order to to Have, enter yep. spaces? Like, as places are flirting it's with like it now, that. it's already like that. When me and Je- look, I'll tell y'all the real story when we get off. The, you know this, but just to give a preface, give us the PC uh, version. Just the PC version, because you know I got a real job now. So right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I care about it's, what it's I see. People out there sign contracts. And it's all a timestamp now, right? It's, it's yeah. It's people. <laughs> right. it's, like oh oh. See, uh, we went on your social. Yeah, but media, that was that was 2017. I was a different it's person. Dedicated then. teams to this shit. <laughs> I was a different it's dedicated person. teams to this shit. I'm telling y'all that shit's real. So okay. Um, but me and uh, my fiance, when um, I first came back out here to uh, start and we went to a Golden State game because I've been trying to get to see Steph for the Mm -hmm. longest. So we go to a a Golden State game, but when we purchased the tickets off Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster let us know that, yeah, baby, you need to upload your vaccination card before you can get in here. Wow. Oh, I didn't know they were doing and that I for games. Out, California. And I pulled out my trusty Dusty at the back of my coach bag and <laughs> said, not a problem. <laughs> I will give you my vaccination card. Yes. Interesting. You so they, can't what, what get you in the building. You just took a picture of it and just uploaded it. So they the used image. Clear. That's at the um, airport. Right. And so you download the app. Now, see, in Chicago, because um, my fiance, like, he, like one of his best friends, is like in the NBA, so during... The pandemic, when they had first started allowing them to come out the bubble, we went to a couple of the Bulls games. So it was very, like, limited on how many people could be in there. Mm-hmm. But they used clear. And the United Center did not require a vaccination card because at the time he wasn't vaccinated. But I was. Okay. So I didn't have to upload it. They didn't ask for it. The United Center was like, hey, we just want to do, like, a health screen. It's, like, for health screening. And it, like. Take so what they do, ask you some questions and ask you some COVID questions, Stop it. right? <laughs> but then in at in uh, San Francisco, you gave him the Aaron Rodgers answer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> I was immunized. Yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm I, immunized. I'm good. But I'm good. But <laughs> I ain't coughed in weeks. I'm straight. Right for Golden State specifically, they took it a step further, and not only do they do the COVID questionnaire, they make you upload proof of vaccination in mm. order to and here's the thing you can buy the tickets without showing proof of vaccination but if your ass don't have proof of vaccination you won't get your money back if you don't get the goddamn insurance so just letting y'all know fascinating mm. Mm. and you said yeah. it's clear so the same yeah. thing it, that, that they the have airport. been a shit mm-hmm. and see I saw clear with the so rules before I saw when it you in do the airport that, can you now go through clear at the airport or is that some uh, like no, another level separate. It's okay. a, it's separate. Right. It's th- because each business uses it um, independently. So like, if I wanted to use it, like when when I finally started like moving around a lot, I noticed it popping up in the airport, and I'm like, oh man, I got that on my phone. I wonder if I can 
you know, sign mm-hmm. up. But then I read it, I read somewhere where it's like a fee, and I said, "Fuck them." Right, so right. I, I didn't look no further. Now I could be <laughs> wrong. I could be wrong at this because I'm I'm I am TSA pre now, okay? Because you know I move oh, around a lot right, too, yeah. okay? See, you know, and a nigga ain't gonna be taking off his level. shoes. I ain't gonna be taking off my me? shoes every time oh, I need man. to go somewhere. I you hate know. that shit. Oh, it's bullshit. So, oh, listen, TSA pre is. The best money I have ever spent. Like that is so. The what best. is it? Is it monthly? I need to do that. No, shit. no. It's it's every five it's years. Like eighty dollars. Stop. Eighty. Plenty. And I think it came down to seventy five. So, girl, it's if the you cheapest shit ever. If you are taking, yes, if you are taking more than every four five years. round trip flights, three or four round trip flights a year, th- this is essential. Uh, to me, if you're gonna take two silver. in a year. Yeah. I'm pretty man. You take one every every yeah. year. I, it, it I fly twice a month. I fly I, twice a month. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, girl. Yeah. You, you need, need to get it like pronto. <laughs> but but that clear right. thing. Now nah, I could be wrong at this, but they've got it set up now where they, they, they're very inviting. I don't know what the process is, but you might be able to sign up for it's that super shit easy. at the airport. It's yeah, super I think easy. you can yeah. sign up at the airport. See TSA TSA precheck requires you to go to the office. You know, do different things. You got to fill out your forms, whatever, and then you'll get approved. But with Clear, I don't know if you have to already be TSA pre to right because they be pulling people out because it's the right TSA there next line. to the pre line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, so I don't. But yeah, it's faster um, than the TSA pre. But so far, and I travel about two or three times a month. I I typically don't have an issue using TSA pre compared to like, oh my God, I wish I was in the clear. Right. The only time I ever felt like that was in the Atlanta airport. That airport is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> it is like a fucking shopping mall. That motherfucker is so big. It's the biggest yeah, one. Yeah, you gotta take a fucking train to get to it's the ridiculous. other fucking well, Atlanta, Atlanta is one of the only cities that didn't get hit by COVID. Do you know what I'm saying? Because them niggas down there. What are you talking about? Shut your ass. Niggas, you know who you sound like? They ain't wearing a mask. They ain't they done nothing. You know who you sound like? You know who you sound like with that crazy shit? Who? Miami. Who? Listen. Right. We cure. We we beat COVID. Beat you beat COVID, and then a building fell off, fell down, and murdered it had a thousand, thousands of people. A thousand people die every every hour. Like, did y'all hear stop me? It. Listen. I, no. Mm-mm. I said, yeah, y'all cured COVID, and then a building fell down and killed thousands of people. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. That's the right. Fuck? That apartment yes. or that condo? Yes. Girl, that was horrible. Everybody that got concerned horrible. when they saw that. If you were sad, that's man. probably what made Omar movie. But it's like, man, hold on. We on like the eighth floor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck, fuck this. <laughs> Let, Let me buy a house. house. <laughs> Let me get a house. I, I, I don't know if I really, I don't trust these niggas out here, man. I don't trust none mm-hmm. of None this. of that. All right, y'all. So if anybody was playing, when are they going to start the podcast? Uh, now is the time. <laughs> and you probably lost because usually it's about an hour. <laughs> so. <laughs> So uh, I have mainly like a hodgepodge of topics. I don't have any love and relationship stuff today uh, just because there's so much going on. But um, y'all ready to get into it? Slowly. Let's do this shirt. All right. Let's get it. Oh, oh, Omar, are you there? Did we lose him? I'm here. See, let's do it. Okay, because usually you'd be like, we just start, like we're, ju- I'm, you know, I just feel like we. Nuh-uh, but see, no, 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 no,
he was he was trying to book right. his Uber. He at the crib now, so he like they <laughs> got a beer. Oh, he got oh, all he day. <laughs> He's at the crib. I got time today. He said he got time, time today. He got time, man. It's the pandemic. He got time pandemic and before. space, nigga. Okay. Yes, I love it. All right, y'all. Well, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. This is Casey Alana and Brittany. And we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed, the podcast. Uh, we have some special guests with us. I don't know why we call them special guests after all this time, but we have Gang Gang, Black Fat. What's the other ones? God damn it. It's been I'm so sorry, long. I wasn't we so ready. rusty. Tromar. Right. Tromar. Omar. Tromar. Tromar. Gang hey. Gang. Black Fat. Jones. Jones. Yeah. I'm back. Slash Pandemic O. <laughs> A pandemic O. God. Hold on. Let me write this down because I got five names. I got, I got name five you. pies, bitch. I'm all five <laughs> pies. Right. I got to name him five things. A boy has no name. A boy has no name. Okay. Uh, we are also here with the know-it-all himself, the greatest host of all time. Listen. The producer of this podcast. You feel what I'm the saying? The greatest. Uh, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, Mr. Yes. Isaac Paul. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> After all this time, they are still, they still remember us. It's, it's, it's just glad to be here, yes. as always. Get out of here. Yes. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so nice. So, we're going to um, let you all know how to get to this section in the comments. So, if you want to skip past all of our updates, you could do that. But we had to talk about what's going on in our lives. Look, if you skip Maybe past, I know our, you want to know. Right. If you skip past our, yeah, updates, y'all shitty. Then y'all you skip ain't past, shit, but. and you might as well cut this off. You ain't no fan. <laughs> you you need the, the people update. that listen would want to know. I people who people on. who fuck with us want to know what's up. That's all. Yeah. That's all. This has kind of been my year of yes. Like, I was looking back through my old pictures and, like, family and, uh, like, just different trips. Every single thing that someone would invite me to, I'd be like, yep. Mm. And I would just go. Like, I've been, girl. Yes. Too much. So, Casey sent me her her thing that Apple put together, you know, the flashback of your, I guess, your year, Mm. right? And so yeah. she sent it, and I'm like, it is beautiful. And, like, after we get off the phone, I'm thinking, like, man, that's like an Apple commercial. Like, it was, like, man. each picture was, like, so perfect. Like, the perfect, <laughs> like, but, photos. But, listen, let me tell you how irresponsible. My niece got stuck in Mexico mm. because she tested positive for COVID. So that's <laughs> it terrible. wasn't all roses. Oh, that's my worst nice yes. nightmare. It was terrible. I mean, for her, I think for me, I would have been like, oh, sweet. Like, I can, at that time, like, I could just relax for a bit. But for her, you know, she's young. She's in her mid-20s. And she had never been out of the country. She'd never been alone somewhere like that. Mm. And, you know, she's in a resort. You know, it's, it's really nice. It was like a, a, little, a little apartment, basically. But, you know, I think she just... A lot of unknown. She didn't know what to expect and all that. So it's it's. You know, I think scary. it was. I think it's better than being stuck on a cruise ship because you tested positive I swear. for COVID. I swear. No, that's my. That's Wait a minute. My, so what my, happens to uh, them? I be Do they have, they have to they sit just, in their fucking room? They just oh, rotate. Oh, box. 
Oh, Man. shit. And don't fuck around to get motion sickness. Nigga, what? Oh, uh, no. Remember that happened to the, to the cruise ship where all the people were... It, yes. It was COVID on. They had With to stay COVID out first. on yes. the water for yes. like... They could not come back to weeks. land. Weeks. Oh, and no. I was like, that's my worst nightmare. I'm thinking on a resort, you're fine. Like, you right. can still move yeah, around. Right. But if you stuck no, on you a can't. cruise ship... you can't. Because <laughs> let's you can't be honest. Your room is a little bigger, though. And there's an expiration date. bigger, but they will not let you move around. But there's an expiration date on a cruise, right? Because remember is. we remember we did the the time joiner cruise, like yeah, that was, was the dope. best cruise I've ever done. And, and listen, one of the oh, best moments too. of my the life. Best, but we have to do it again. However, like as civilians, that 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 experience pushed the limits of it was how long it was you want to be. On a boat. And it was just because they had all the extra shit. But if you're just on a normal Royal Caribbean right. or, I you mean, know, even just Royal R- Random five Carnival. Days max. Yeah, five days max. Max. Wait. So, the, so, so thinking that, weeks. Oh, my God. I wouldn't want to. Oh, I wouldn't take I would a bath myself. for like Listen. a year. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck Listen. water. I'm drinking pop. Right. Fuck yeah, water. Like, but listen, when, Sprite when is all, all I'm drinking. If happened. it ain't got... Right. Like when all that shit had happened with COVID and, you know, all the shit hit the fan and all the people on the cruise and they were circling for weeks and then they had to start dumping like the feces and shit like waste. They had to try to figure out where they was going to put that. Like it became an issue and they had like ran out of food and they were trying to keep those people on that boat. All I kept thinking was I would jump. Stop it. I would no, jump. Like, I would just. I'm, I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I yeah. can only do so much. Like, the time joining cruise, be that as it may, that it was amazing. It was a great experience. It was just enough time. It, would you say, it's only so many listen, times you want to see 112 perform? <laughs> listen, <laughs> by day seven, me and Jesse go, were bro. looking at each other like, bitch, I'm over it. Okay, uh, I'm over yeah, you. Enough. I'm over Shit. this. It's time to go. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, so how about this? How about this? Imagine you took a chick or just random, you know, you get invited to, oh, yeah, let's do this cruise. And you thinking it's going to be a nice four or five day cruise. Y'all trying to feel one another out. And then that shit hits. And now you got to be with this nigga. I for like him. a month. And, better, and it's a dude running around the, the ship murdering people. What? I'm sorry. No, I'm, just oh saying, I'm just taking it up a notch, right? Just take it up what a happened? notch. What happened? Oh, you went Netflix. No. He went Netflix on us, right? You know what I mean? Like you locked in here with a stranger, and there's He's a murder. On, too... There's a murder on, on the, the loose. loose. On the, on the ship. Did, did y'all remember when I said therapy? Right? Stop he it. needs. Everyone it. needs it. Everyone, look at that. Right. He's already got the screenplay ready for Netflix. So we on a cruise boat. Okay. Right. It's a pandemic that hit. All we there's need. All we need is the title. We just need the title. <laughs> Lost at Deadly sea. Waters. <laughs> Deadly Waters. <laughs> Pandemic Waters. Like, okay, so I, I I have a lot. Like I said, I got a hodgepodge of things that I wanted to talk about. And the thing is, I do want to talk about most of these things with you guys because I really love the way your minds work. But you guys are going to have to tell me what you prefer. <laughs> Would you like to start with the light stuff? Or with the heavier stuff. Because we don't touch let's, on... Let's glide, let's glide our way into it. Let's start light. Let's start light. You, you want to start okay. light. We start with a beer first. Okay. You know, you can't just jump right into the hard shit. There we shit. go. Right. You don't, you don't want to jump yeah, into it. Anytime you start with the hard shit, it, it, it just, you know, the hey, night goes I, wild. Somewhere, <laughs> I, somewhere somebody just got fired and it's 8 o'clock. Uh, 
<laughs> right. That's right. all I'm saying. Sometimes you got to start with the hard shit. They want you but to yeah, hit him in the gut like, nah, man, get yeah. right to the good shit. You know? Hey, I'm just saying. But go okay. ahead. We can easily so somebody, somebody asked me if Common was for the streets. And I know I'm that sorry, it does <laughs> Common. <laughs> Girl, he for Tiffany. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. But you guys didn't hear that they broke up. Mm. Yes. Yes. Tiffany Haddish and, and Common apparently called it quits. And it was, you know, apparently amicable. And because... You know, he just wished her a beautiful, uh, happy birthday. He did. Also, you he mean absolutely he's did. an adult? He is an adult. Um, I think it's strange, though, that he can never seem to keep a relationship. And we talk about this with women a lot, mm. but we don't talk about it Do with men. Do you want to know what I think it is? What? <clears throat> okay, so are we counting Erica Badu or are we not? Is she an anomaly or like an outlier are we counting what her you mean? or not? With with comedy yeah. or just in general? Period. Because in my opinion, Erica Badu is in a league of her own. There's no bitch in her league. There's no bitch that can touch her. <laughs> she ruins lives. There's, let me t- no, she doesn't ruin them. I would say that she transforms them and turns mm. them into something else. Like, like what they better. were before, they are not. They are like a uh, caterpillar turning into a butterfly. You know, what they come out on the other end is very different from what they were when they began. So she's like a, a a vessel of growth, maybe we can call it that. <laughs> but I mean, I, she's That's a very cultured way. I don't I like, I don't I like, know I like pussy this tightrope like that. that you're walking on right now. I don't you know. know I was gonna say like that. that's the patriarchy because I'm talking about comment and you had to bring a woman because, into because it. You know I'm, I'm trying to figure out what we considering when we say for the streets. Are we considering everything? Because I have like a a, a slight personal attachment to comment. Okay, what's your personal attachment? Well, kind of know his mama, but it mm. oh she okay. kind of like he like she his daughter. she listens to the podcast, so I I gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so every, real quick, I, I send her every episode, so she might no hear no 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 real quick real quick, and this is just by happenstance, not because I'm for the streets. No, I don't fuck with entertainers whatsoever. Plus, no, that's not my life. Anyhow, um, what happened was his mom was my principal. Okay. At my okay. high school. And so Common used to be at the high school all the time, like doing like little lock-ins with the um with the with the boys for like, you know, cause it was in Inglewood, so you know, all those like enrichment programs and stuff to try to keep them off the streets. Um, I remember him when he was going through his situation with Erica because he wasn't um he didn't look like Common. He didn't like he was very natural, he didn't cut his hair, he wore his hair almost like like Jesus, like when I say like I like he never cut it. Like he had like a huge fro, his beard and and mustache drooped low. Like it was like he was going through something. And like we were really close with our um me and my little friend group because um, you know, we was all smart and shit. So like it was a couple times like we were like just in the midst of shit. So like I remember that scene with him with Erica he was just different very different but he was super uplift he was coming like he he was still like uplifting and enriching but very like very 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 you know down to the earth like to the natural like organic self basically mm-hmm. um 
you are tiptoeing, but like, are you no. are you trying to say whole tap? Like, no. right? Like, to, what's uh, like? I, I, I know you don't want to use words, words, but yeah, yeah. We we remember that stage. Words. He had the little beanie hat on a lot. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. He was doing it that. Got, it got real, y'all. It got real. Yeah, he got Andre three thousand. Yeah, we get very it, you know. and 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 it was so real for us because she kept him close, like his mom, and so because of that. He was around us a lot, and because we were like in her circle, like we saw him a lot. So, yeah, okay. So, but how um, does this relate to him being for the streets? Though? Right. Okay. Also, oh, right. was this a different Locked experience? Wait, no. And Brittany, was this a different experience with Common than the one where you used to hang out with R. Kelly at the other high school? I think it was Kenwood. Okay, so no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I never went. I'm sorry, that wasn't me. Okay, I did not. <laughs> I oh don't know God. that man. Okay. Because he was coaching. Kelly was coaching high school students as well, right? No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. That was not the same. Do it lock in. Do not do that. He was doing lock ins too, right? It was a different do do kind that. of lock in. Do not do that. And that's, that's another conversation. That's not funny. Do not do that. Do not. They are not the same. They are not related. Do different not experiences. Do different. I get it. Different okay. experiences. But I just wanted to clarify relates, that. This this relates to that situation because. I honestly, Common gave me very, like, even though he was, like, really into, he, he's usually really into, like, his women, like, really heavy. He's a, he's a mama's boy. So I never see him having a real relationship that will last because he's always in on his mom. Like, he's, he's not far away from his mother at all. Like, he does not leave her. He does not like everything that's, that he does. That's interesting. He, that's why he's always home, and everything that's that she does. I yeah, like, I, 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 I would have like, never even taken this angle. So you, so you think that right. that is no, that is one it. of the reasons like, of why I've he been has to a their hard house. time. I've been to his mom's. Mm. We, we like me and my friends babysitted his daughter, Erica's daughter. Like we, like I know their relationship. Like they wait. Him and Erica have a child together. Yeah, they got a kids together. Nigga, I didn't know that. I did not know. I that. didn't know that. I didn't know Erica, that. He's got a daughter by her. I didn't know that. I don't know if that's true. I, 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 somebody might have I think to he's fact got a check kid. that. If if, if he check. and Erica has a child sure. together, my nigga, yo. All I know that there was a baby <laughs> and he was with Eric. Mm. That's all I know. Well, he was it with may Erica. Not be. I, it may not. You may be right. I may be wrong. It may be from somewhere else, and he was just with Erica. But all I know is that there was a child around and Erica was in the picture. I just don't know who's... It could be someone else's. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, it was someone else's. It could be someone it, else's. Um, all yeah. I know is that Lonnie he does not leave his mother. Mm. He does okay. not leave his mother. And I mean, that's the listen. only reason why he spent time at my high school. That was So, to, to, to answer your question, though, Casey. Yeah, he, he's definitely for the streets. Okay. Um, if, if, if not we're in the gonna, way that Tristan... Thompson is uh, but but yes though but Tristan yes. just fucking anything. what yes 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 you think it's the same yes. it's not the same random no, no, no. kids no, 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 no. no listen and, and common don't get caught can... on video he's not sloppy okay he obviously care like he's not future with women but <laughs> he you know how did the song right. go Papa was a Rolling Stone. Wherever he laid yeah. his hat really? was you his own. So? Like, hell yeah. first so. off, he a Pisces. Okay, so like, let's okay. Just <laughs> what that what mean? That mean? Th- th- if you know Pisces, you know that they uh, look, are imaginative. Pisces, I think a catfish. They 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 are imaginative, <laughs> and and the imagination doesn't always find its grounding in reality. 
right? So I think he's a dreamer, and that's probably why women get you know caught up in that wave of like emotionalism. You know what I'm saying? Because Common gonna tell you what it is you need to hear, right? He's probably a yeah. great lover, but then him being a pilot, he's, he's a moving around a lot, right? He's you know, but that means that he's not necessarily the the spot that you want to be like. I'm gonna drop an anchor right here. You know what I mean? And some people are like that, where they are they are great, they are very emotional, they can make you feel stupendous, but they are not, they are temporary, right? Or or, or transient in a, in a sense. And and it's and it's not a negative thing. I think sometimes in society when, when we have a tendency to demonize people's natural patterns because we tell ourselves that everybody has to be one way or every relationship has to you know it oh if y'all don't end up married with children then it was a waste of your time and it's like no nah, sometimes some relationships are more about the experience and so common is that he when you with him it might be what they say a reason season or a lifetime he might not be the lifetime person he's going to be the I season think, person you know what here's my thought and I, and I could be just a hopeless romantic or whatever you want to call it you definitely are, by the way. And let me tell you, you Google something. that shit. Your picture, and is. I, and I, and I own it. Okay, because I feel <laughs> the romantic like beauty is your. I literally. feel like if we she all, she said, I might be. <laughs> I feel like your, if we like, all, bitch, I might be. <laughs> right. What's your Instagram handle? It is literally I, you the romantic beauty. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna That's so it. funny. That's kind of funny that you called that I'm out. I'm gonna change but it. Here's the thing. But, I don't think you should change. Stay the same. Because you're perfect just the way you are. Oh, thank you, Bruno. <laughs> but <laughs> but what I will say is that if you Google romantic or hopeless romantic, yes, that will come up along with the strongest black woman alive. <laughs> it was year 2020. <laughs> Brittany. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to narrate her life. I appreciate that. Yeah. There was Coming not enough from the streets of the South Side. There was not enough Hennessy in local grocery stores. <laughs> Brittany relocated to a new land to discover half gallons of Hennessy and unlimited earning potential. Coming this summer, Brittany stars in. Harriet Tubman's the strongest oh black woman alive. Okay, um, Omar, how's your short film coming? <laughs> it's short. So we so we we moved on. So we've moved on, <laughs> and now uh, we are we are. I'm taking the character, mm-hmm. and we're entering the NFT space. Okay, God. Interesting. Yeah, he is not joking. I, I, I just serious? saw the visuals. No, yeah, yeah, I just saw the visuals. And, and yeah, actually okay, in impressive. a minute, this is going to turn into some Q and I shit. Okay, <laughs> I need you to relax. I'm gonna need you. <laughs> <laughs> some Q and I. Listen, I need you to <laughs> relax. Q and I. Well, how okay. yeah, How do we go Q and I? That road there. <laughs> this is, what do you this mean is, NFT? Okay, what I'm do you give mean you, NFT? Let me give you the short version. You proposed earlier, which I thought was beautiful. To in a fucking tea. No, no. Let me just give you the short and skinny of it, right? Okay. The skinny market. NFT is is just basically digital art, right? Non-fungible token. Like, people can pay for it through cryptocurrency. However, what people miss, and this is the part where I tell people they have to pay attention. Uh-huh. This 
NFT network sits on top of the blockchain, right? So I know everyone's talking about the metaverse and everything like that. Yes, that's okay. a subset of, of NFT. W- no, 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 no. It's a subset of Web 3.0. That's okay, what you should Web focus 3.0 on. Come okay. on. Come, focus come on from. Web. Focus on Web 3.0. And I tell this to everyone because you don't want to be one of those people that's homeless on the street because you weren't paying attention, mm. right? Damn. So, okay, so how right, is right. Web 3.0? He about to, he about to, so he about to, he about to, he about to give us a jewel. Niggas. Here we go. Here we go. Hold up. So, but wait, wait, wait. I need the relation between game. NFT and Web 3.0. I'm going to so. give it to you. I'm going to explain okay. what it is. All right, explain. But you have to understand, Learn before you start trying to understand those things, understand mm-hmm. how where they sit and where they operate, right? So Web okay. 3.0 is the new version of the inter- internet, right? Web version 1, if you think what 1.0 was just read-only. Remember where you can log onto a site, and all you can do is just read what's on the site. Right. 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 That's Web 1.0. It wasn't interactive at all. Right. So who dominated right. that? That was Microsoft, right? That's where right, they right, dominated. Right. Web 2.0 mm-hmm. allow you to read and write. That's where you get the okay. social media, the Amazons, and all that. Like, and like you said earlier. you pay transactions and things like that. Right. right. So it's read and write. Web right, 3.0, right. this is the new shit. This is the new internet. Right, this shit is going to sit on a blockchain, right? It's mm-hmm. it's basically the new version of the internet because you can. And so, it has, what can you do in three point So it has way more capabilities, right? So you can so, do things like do digital currencies, NFTs, virtual reality. You can mm-hmm. create, you know, real estate in the cloud, right? So this, but those NFTs, those are all subsets, right? So even Web three which is going to sit on top of Ethereum. It's not going to sit like the, the, the internet we're used to. It's going to okay. sit on top of a blockchain. And, and so, so how do you, you access this blockchain? You just sign up. You know, it's just like the military. You just show so up. So you and join. access it through the internet. <laughs> Correct. So, Brittany, let him go through it and then we can ask questions. So after. I guess the. No, but I got to ask the questions as I develop. No. So, <laughs> so, I got to follow along. So think about it like this. I have to keep up. So think about it like this. Think about it like this. Like the internet, right, mm-hmm. is as we know today, right? Facebook.com. Right. Think about Facebook.com as an example, right? So Facebook okay. doesn't own the internet. Right? No, of they not. own their domain name. Absolutely. Right? So that is Facebook, right? Right. But they don't own the internet. So when right. you think about the NFTs and the virtual reality, that's not going to sit on the internet. It's actually going to sit on the blockchain. Okay. So, okay. So, here, give, can I ask ahead. one quick question? Okay, sure. So you mentioned blockchain when you talk about the NFTs and the virtual reality, but then you mentioned internet when you talk about Facebook. So can Facebook sit on this blockchain or is Facebook solely for the block for the internet and can't a, fuck with the blockchain? That's a great question. So here's the so, thing. So and then also part two, how does this new meta come into play? Right. So let me answer your first question. Yes. Facebook is creating a metaverse, metaverse that's going to sit yes. on top of Facebook. Okay, as a so it's going to be extra. integrated with Facebook. That's going to be but their own be separate thing. Own, but it's separate yeah. from Facebook. It's, correct, but it's going to yeah. operate basically like Facebook. It's cool. going to still offer the same things like the virtual reality, and they'll most right. likely sit on top of the internet. 
Right. But because of what it offers, it has to be separate from what Facebook is. What we or know integrated. Today. Or, or integrated, right? That's how they're right. going to sit. So here's a funny story. Mark Zuckerberg just, you know, came up with, not just came up, but he just jumped on the bandwagon. However, the Winkleboss twins actually mm-hmm. has been on this shit mm-hmm. for years. I'm so sorry, Mark, go backwards, go backwards, go backwards, <laughs> go backwards. So you remember the Winkleboss twins? Winkle, who, no. Winkleboss? The yeah. Winkleboss twins, right? Remember so, them from the movie? Social I don't know Network? If seen social Network? They were the oh, ones oh. that came up with the idea, those twins that he kind of took the idea from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, right. okay I remember. Yeah. So this is his second time around. So, this is so Mark is on their bandwagon again. Wow. Taking this <laughs> idea and Stop ran it. with it. But here's oh, the I thing. Know that. I didn't know the that. The Winkleboss twins already, they've been talking about the metaverse for years before this even came about and they also are the first people to become billionaires off cryptocurrency interesting mm. so that's how long they've been in, so involved they paid. in so they paid yeah and they also just raised 400 million dollars to build their own metaverse which is going to sit on top of ethereum which is the blockchain so it's going to be drastically different than facebook so here's the thing when you think about so Ethereum is essentially Web 3.0. So let me point that out. It's basically an infrastructure or like internet that they created for people to create or launch all these subset of companies on top of, right? Mm-hmm. So an example would be there's actually a uh, like a YouTube channel that strictly sits you know, on Web 3.0 that allow you to create videos and content and instead of you know like a YouTube how they take revenue and they sell advertisement with this people in the community can get involved with all your content right and they can give you money or they can be a part of the content they can take royalties from the content you can take royalty from the content it's totally different it's a shift in how we operate today so to in short, all of this was created to disrupt the industry, right? To give the power back to the people, right? So if you're an artist, and this will go to this will go to the NFT, which is a subset of Web 3.0. I'm an artist, right? Let's say Isaac buys a piece of my art for $200. Isaac then go takes that piece of art to Sotheby's and sells it for a million dollars. I don't get a portion of that million dollars. That's all Isaac. And the only thing that changed was the venue in which it was sold, right? But with NFTs, as an artist, I can say, hey, give me $10,000 for this. And then I sell it to Isaac for the $10,000. Isaac Go takes it to Sotheby's. He sells it for a million dollars. I can take 20, 30% of whatever Isaac sold it for. And then if Isaac sells it again, I get another royalty in it. So, so now I got a question for that. So do you think on a level, do you th- beyond the additional capabilities that comes with Web 3.0, do you think that one of the primary I don't want to I don't want to go as far as say advantages, but one of the primary benefits/reasons it was created was so that people can monetize their creations in this digital space. That's just one aspect of it. Okay. Right? The whole aspect of it, or why it was 
rumored to be originally created was to disrupt how we do business and how we operate today. Okay. The person who created so, it, which they rumored about, they don't really know if it's him. It's like this Nakashi or Tashi or some person right. like that yeah, who's I a cryptographer. Him. But yeah. what he wanted to do, he felt like all the power only lied with one or two individuals. And what he wanted to do was empower people so now that people can actually take advantage of, you know, whatever it is, right? Like it's not but, some bank telling you you need a loan or, or you can't get a loan or some business telling you can't do this. He wanted to shift the dynamic and but, break the empires. Right. So, I mean, and, and that's great. But then what what really is the benefit? That, that's an, a great idea, like a great... You the know, benefit to which part? To like doing business in this space, basically. So I think I think the 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 benefit is a so it's, so it's cutting out the middleman. Think about it like that. It's basically cutting the middleman, right? If you think about YouTube or Google, whatever, they're just the middleman. Whenever I go produce produce something, right? They're right. getting a larger share. But if I'm on the blockchain, I'm operating like a business myself. And if you're, a, if you're a fan of me, you're paying me directly. You're not paying YouTube or Google or Facebook, right? Like, right, but are and you then paying you're blockchain also, to exist? So here's the thing. We're all sharing, right? We're all sharing off, you know, a talent or, you know, like, like let's say I think Meek Mill, his new album is going to be an NFT. Mm. So imagine... Meek Mill is cutting out the record labels. He's cutting out the Spotify's in the world. Ask. He's cutting out the YouTube's. And he's going gonna right ask. to consumer. And the consumer say, yes, I love this. And then not sure how he's going to set it up. But all the money comes directly to him. So Okay. And that's what you're saying is that right. from, from this space, and, and, and again, because, because everything that we're talking about, it, if you don't understand the specifics of it, I have to speak in like, kind of like I guess broader terms um, but is it, it feels like what you're saying from this space is like you said it, generally before I had to get my royalties if I'm a musical artist I'm getting my royalties from Apple Music from Spotify from X, Y, and Z and then take Web 3.0 is built in a way where I don't have to rely on them to give me the data because every time somebody is listening to this thing, I'm through some coding or some algorithm, I'm able to be able to track everybody that's listening to this on my own. I don't have to rely on... So it's on not spins. It's going to be sales. So let's say... Right. Sales. Okay. So think about it like this. Sales. Meek Mill puts okay. his album on the, on the blockchain or as an NFT. If he charges... Let's say if he charges a, even a dollar for the whole album, he does a million people buy it. That's a million dollars directly to Meek Mill. Mm. That he doesn't have to pay anyone back. You know, he produced the album, he paid everyone off. But if you go through Spotify, like they're taking a percentage. If you go through YouTube, they're taking right. a percentage. You go through the record label, they're taking a percentage. All the distribution like, networks. Everyone's taking a percentage. Because they, they kind of own the Sir, content. Are you telling me? Well, they didn't own so, the content. They were. No, they're, they're providing the medium. So, right, right. So, so here's the thing. Here's my question. So this blockchain, right? 
So are you telling me that an artist like Meek Mill, Meek Mill, let's say Beyonce decides to drop an album, let's say Jay-Z decides to drop an album, let's just say Rihanna finally, because everybody's freaking out about Rihanna potentially making another album. They decide to make those NFTs and sell them through this like blockchain in this space, right? So that they can have full ownership of their sales, right? Cool. But here's my question. Are you telling me that the blockchain doesn't require a fee at all? So this is a free thing. This so they, is a there's free two things. So space. when you do an NFT, there is a fee. Yes. But the fee is to basically launch to the network. Not in Not terms necessarily. of like a percentage of the money right. that you make. No. Got it. No. Got like it. So it could be like 200 bucks. Right. So it could be 200 bucks to launch your project. And then whatever sales you get from this from that project are yours to keep. All yours. So it's and almost like a eBay on steroids. Kinda. And the thing is, you can have your community participate in it. Let's say, you know, I'm going to give ownership of this album to ten lucky fans. Mm. Now, I have those ten lucky fans promoting it, promoting it for me, right? So you're not paying marketing; you're just paying them a royalty. And here's the thing: what what so where, content creators can really come up. Oh if, yeah, if that you are the person up. with Dude. ten million followers, you don't have to rely on Instagram to pay you right. off of what they made from advertising. Nope. This is this is a more direct stream. Your, your community will market right. this it's, shit for you. It's very community driven. And here's the thing about these NFTs. There's no marketing dollars behind them. Like the people are marketing them. They're doing the marketing because they're right. They because have, like that's the stake, that's just right? Like, there's, that's just there's like a, Beyonce dropping an album without telling nobody and just dropping it on iTunes and killing iTunes. Like a lot and, of artists and don't even need Beyonce, the marketing, right? But a lot of artists can't do that. But here's a, a, a thing that I found fascinating: twelve-year-old girl. She looks like a black girl too. She made these pictures called long neck girls where she it's just basically like uh like shoulder length and then just these long ass necks and then the faces on the top of these long necks right the girl ended up making four million dollars in one week fuck out of here yeah why my kids don't think of no shit like that (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with mine I'm telling you, but here's the thing. This is right. But this is where it gets real, right? They and not to get too philosophical, right? But it's basically the 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 first movers are the people that get the win, right? It's the the first to market, right? Like the first people to say, "I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out," right? It's 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 been like that since the history of time, and some people just never take the time to figure it out, and that's why I'm. My my public service announcement is figure out as much about Web 3.0 as possible because this is exactly what happened with the internet, right? And not 1.0, but 2.0 as well. Like a lot of people never learn how to log on. And then there was that campaign when it was like learn to code where they were saying like, oh, we're going to teach all these truck drivers and all these warehouse workers how to code because all the jobs left, Right. And when you think about web web 1.0, companies were hiring people that just understood the internet, and they were called internet analysts, and they were making seventy five to one hundred thousand dollars. 
What does that even mean? Someone who knows how to log onto the internet because the old right, guns didn't navigate. know how. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> how to do basic troubleshooting. Get the right. Fuck out like, of here. And we're going to see and, the and same regular thing. regular folks ran away from internet analyst positions. It's going to be just like Web so 3.0. And it was like, I remember like, I had so many people reaching out to me. It was like, oh, we need a. Uh, we need a we need a crypto analyst. We need a this and that. And I was like, well, well, why? Oh, we 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 need why? to be on top of this. We need to be. On, I said, don't you know that most people who understand cryptography don't want to work in an office? Why the why right, why right. the hell would they want to come work? They want to be anonymous. <laughs> 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 but now I think because Stop it's trying to out trap there, them, right? So now it's out there. So I'm like, anyone can go learn about this shit. But I'm it. I believe. It is going to be the biggest disruptor so, to society. Listen, and I'll just say this much. Um, I'm glad we're having this conversation. Uh, I'm, thank you, Omar, for explaining it the way you did. Right. Because I have had such a tremendous apprehension as it relates to NFTs. Honest to God, until this exact moment, right? Because and, – and, I still have some apprehension now, but, but now I understand the value of when you really understand how it all fits together. I think my apprehensions came from when I saw too many niggas on my news feed talking about this, they know absolutely nothing about finance or technology. Oh, NFT, NFT, NFT. And it's like it, it felt like a gold rush. It, 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 it almost felt like a bubble that's going to burst now, not meaning that money won't get made a and B that there won't be a point where because because I think it's going to dip. But I think that once it dips, it'll regulate and then it becomes the next new thing. But I was aware of my ignorance in the space and I get frustrated when I see other people that I know are more ignorant than me trying to tell me to get involved in it. Right? Isaac, Isaac. And it's like, nigga, you're stop right. It. You're right. It's like, right? nigga, stop. because 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 off of what you just said, right off of what you just said, I think that the biggest thing that people miss in this is that the pure creation of the NFT doesn't create uh, its value. You know what I'm saying? Inside the space. And so it was almost like. You got a lot of people that are investing in it, but only a very, very, very small percentage that actually understand it, which means that some people are going to make money. And then and then this is going to be the new hustle where it's like, hey, I created an NFT and now my job is can I hustle some drug dealers out of some money? <laughs> like, I just created but, this but thing. But you're totally like, right. Hey, I got an NFT. And right. it's some drug dealer that's got too much money that hears NFTs and making money. Now I'm dumping three hundred thousand dollars into this thing, and you just took their money, ran with it, but they're not gonna get no revenue, no type of no. It's a, it's a, it's it's not, it's not. It it is a gold rush, you know, in in ignorant communities, right? (laughs) Because here's the thing, (laughs) NFT, NFT was actually NFT NFT was actually the number one most Google word uh, Mm. for 2021, right? Mm. So of course. There's people that are paying attention, and the reason right. why they're paying attention is because you got Nike involved, you got Disney, where all these big companies are involved in NFT, so it's going to hit your news feed, right? That when you see, like, you know, I think Virgil Abloh had one too, right? So when I think he, he, he did, like, some designs as well. So those went, like, very quickly, mm. right? Of course, even before he, the news was even out that he passed away. Like, yes, there's a gold rush, but here's the thing. The shit is so early right now, yeah. That no one has figured it out. Like, they, n- like not one person says like 
this is what this is going to be. What we know is what it can be, right? Mm-hmm. So, for instance, a huge thing, which I think is hilarious, but then once I thought about it, I thought about the application, right? So there's like, as Brittany mentioned, the, the virtual reality part, right? The metaverse. So there's virtual real estate. I think there's like three big companies right now where you can buy space, right? You can buy land. And they've all, folks have already spent $100 million on land in the virtual space, right? So now you got real estate agents thinking like, maybe I should be in the virtual mm. world. <laughs> like it might be a right. little bit more money. Right. But when you think about the application, right? Because I think Nike, Adidas, like all these people are buying virtual space. Here's the thing. Let's say I throw on the VR goggles, right? And I'm in the virtual land. And I'm walking by or walking through, you know, the virtual space. Advertisement, right? Imagine right. Nike have the a big ass banner. Yeah, yeah right, right. It's right. like Times Square, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so exactly. then let's go back. Yes. So let's tie. What's in. gonna be? What's gonna be the Times Square of this new VR world? Right. And and now that space you can't has eat. top dollar. I'm I'm trying to sell this product. Right. Everybody's coming into this little you know new ecosphere, and. The first thing you see when you walk in, and there's this big ass billboard that's right. And just a, think of Colin Kaepernick's new shoes. And think about about Monopoly, right? If you own property, if people come on your property, Mm. they have to pay a fee. Mm. So you make money then, right? But here's where it gets crazy with the NFT, right? Let's say you go buy an NFT you like, and you want to put that that you know that avatar on, right? Because that's all they are. Like they're going to be avatars for the virtual space, right? So now you're like. I got my avatar on. My shit's legit. It's not something I screenshot and then made my avatar, but I actually own this NFT. Okay. And let's say it's a big deal NFT, right? Let's say it's something I pay some money for and people want it. I go into a room now and you can see- The way you're dressed <laughs> so, in the right. NFT world. So, look, 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 so if look, you look, look like look, an Android look. in the NFT world, it's like, oh, this nigga ain't but got peep, no money. <laughs> but peep, but peep, you can see right. by my profile- <laughs> This nigga broke. <laughs> but you can see by my profile, I actually own this NFT, the mm. most desired NFT. What does that mean for me? Now everyone's going to want to follow me around and want to network with me. Mm. Now I'm okay. making more money, right? right. Now everyone's going to be in the space- with the person who actually owned the legit NFTs because that's your credibility in the virtual space. Mm. This is this is interesting. It, it I will really say is. That though like so we are obviously black people who are evolving and looking at things that can potentially be advantageous to us, not only now but in the future for our next generations, creating legacy and wealth and all of that. Um, there is another segment of us who are talking about if little boys should have a kitchen set or not. And I just feel mm. like we probably need to be better than that. But that's what's making the Internet go crazy. So I'm going to transition and we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I saw someone post, are we really at a place where we're condoning little boys playing with kitchen sets? And um, I want to know your thoughts. Brittany, you should take this one. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Omar's laughing. He's literally laughed as he said that. <laughs> this your space right here. Right. What you oh, got for wait, us, baby? Wait, wait, No wait, punching this. down. No punching <laughs> no, down. No, no punching down. <laughs> Just to make sure that I got it. What is right. Repeat it one more time. So apparently there was a, a picture of a little boy with a kitchen set. You know, a little play. He's got to be like three or four or five maybe. Uh, but he had a kitchen set. And some dude said, are we really at a place where we're condoning little boys playing with kitchen sets? And I, yeah, personally, it's, it's, my head exploded. This has been, this I, has been trending. You know, yes. I've, I've seen it in a couple of groups. But yeah. now, if we're going to be honest, I've seen it mainly in the groups that, that I've either, that I'm a part of or that I've been added to that are 98, 99% black. You know, so this yes. is, I, I don't know how much this topic will trend across racial lines, but I know inside of the black community, there have been a, a couple of conversations where this starts to become like, is this a thing? And, and the basic premise is, you know, it talks about, uh, you know, masculinity and, and teaching men to be men. And I think that the whole thing was do you have a problem with that? I think that the people that were pro this, they were like, they actually think it's a good thing because they kind of felt like, yeah, if you are, um, if you, if, if you expose your, your male children to, to these types of things younger, this could, you could basically be raising a more evolved son. You know that that isn't afraid of Let me, getting involved in household duties and things of that nature, and they don't assign basically being an adult and being able to wash dishes and cook. That's that that doesn't have to be a woman's thing. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a you know. Wow. But let me tell you. Let me, let me tell y'all something. It's like buying an easy bake oven for your son, right? Like, we know that when we came up and before us, that was like a, oh, no, no, no. But if, if I'm just keeping it a buck, I somebody, and I don't know who, I can't remember who. I'm going to have to ask my mama this. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid as a, doll, as, as a kid. Now, I didn't mm. play with it much, but I do recall someone bought me, and it was a boy Cabbage Patch Kid. And I wasn't like, oh, I got a little Cabbage Patch Kid. I didn't at the time. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, this I, is gay. It was like, oh, I got a cabbage patch I, kid, but I also had a fucking teddy bear, right? Like, I, are teddy bears gay now? I, like, let me tell you something. No, 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 no. Men can't no, eat no, hot dogs. That's not, we can't even eat hot dogs without <laughs> it questioning our manhood. Right, you know what I mean? So pause, wait, wait, wait. Pause, no, nigga. we are not pausing. <laughs> we're grown. No, she being silly. She being silly. But that, that, that's it, that, that's how they thing. get like pause. You eat a hot dog, nigga. You gay? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I think that what we're dealing with is an extreme version of I don't want to be looked at or classified as homosexual. It's almost like the hotep of like, I don't even know what you it's would call it. It's definitely hotep. Very hotep because here's it's the thing. very hotep. There's nothing wrong with teaching your son how to survive. D man. like This, this is, is a it. surprise let me for tell me, you. Brittany. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you about... My sons, they're all three of them, okay? While they telling me about the thoughts, you know, in their classes and the shit that they doing at school. Thought, with thought, thought. Little, little thought, 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 thoughts running around. Um, they also peeling some fucking potatoes because it's seven of these niggas that I'm cooking for. Okay, understand what I'm saying? So, right. like, they help me around the house. And it's not a 
choice is not a hey if you think no it's a get the fuck up i need you to do xyz and i need you to clean that but i need you to clean that bathroom i need you to do this that and the third like and i need you in this kitchen i need you to help me with this because it's a lot of y'all so for me i've been forced in that space because i've i've like evolved into a situation in part of my life where i've it's a lot of us you know what right. I mean? We're we're a small little brave bunch. We're a blended family. So I need all of them on deck. And unfortunately, it's only two girls in this situation. And I'm not gonna put all of that stress on them. <laughs> okay. You like I've been there before. I've been to there be, before. To be servants. Right. To be servants. To be servants. To these grown ass boys. But Brittany. But Brittany. Who are not better than them? No, and who right. tell me they look me dead in my face and say, Mom, it's not fair. Why do we have to clean all three bathrooms when they using these? They oh, I'm not even using this. Like one of um one of my sons, he has the complete basement. The basement has a full bathroom. That bathroom is his job. And okay. I and I and I check that bathroom like I check mm. the bathroom that the girls mm. clean. Like you, you and they're like the bathroom. supervisor, and then huh? You <laughs> want to have company. Every, and then every you hour you look in to see over. if he signed it. Like, did you sign it? You, you, know, you, didn't, you didn't clean this bathroom last hour. Right. I, and we be Brittany, having these conversations. What about the, Brittany, but what about the kitchen like set? Like a toy, though? like kitchen. Oh, you the toy back kitchen. to the kitchen set. set. Oh, right. okay. First off, has them helping you around the house? Have you never met a fine chef? I'm sorry. Plenty. Plenty. And let me tell you, a man that can cook. I think there's a difference, though, in recognizing, okay, actually, most chefs are men, but, you know, okay, so let me just give you a Good quick point. example. There, there is someone that uh, posted, uh, she said, I was talking to a chef about the whole little boys getting kitchen sets debate. Interestingly enough, he's against it. He said his mom taught him how to cook because she didn't want him to be completely dependent on anybody for food, but he is against getting kitchen sets for little boys because it's not actually teaching them to cook it's teaching them to play house which is not something he'd want to teach that's a, a perspective and i he'd agree rather with that. wait until he's old enough and teach him how to actually cook for himself absolutely so here's the thing here's here's my perspective. so that explains why so many buy, men don't know how to cook but hold up hold up i would never on a list of toys out of my first mind buy my son a kitchen set because, but um, what if he wants the kitchen set? What if he asks for it? Yeah, what if he wants the kitchen set? If he asks for it, and the only reason he asks for it is because he sees mom cooking and he wants to cook, at that point, then I'm Johnny on the spot and I'm buying a kitchen set. Right. Because he could be well, the next go. Gordon Ramsay in this bitch. Because we he get him the Jordans next every day, right? We get him. Listen, we, we put these ideas on our kids of what we consider to be feminine, what we consider to be masculine, what we consider to be successful, what we consider to be, uh, what's his name? Um, Daquan in, in my mixtape, right? So we say all that shit all the time, like uh, what we accept in this, that, and the third. But uh, one of the things that I find that I, I have conversations with my kids about all the time is what makes you happy? What is it that you enjoy doing? Like, That's what do you like? And that's so if that point. is something that if that's something that they're communicating to me, like physically out his mouth, I may not at three. I think three is aggressive because you're still taking care of him. He ain't trying to cook for you, bitch. He, you're no. taking care be, of him. But if that's a toy he wants. Right. But he's that's, three. That's he's not I mean. saying I no, want but a kitchen. They ha- but they have like those little like for three and four year olds. No, no, like no. The- I'm trying to tell you kids right now. Ain't no three year old little boy telling you he want a kitchen. 
Okay. No, 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 no. I have to debate that. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you one more time. No, because I remember. I don't care if you had a Cabbage Patch kid. I don't care if anybody gives you anything. Just because your kids have not asked for that does not mean that there are not three-year-olds asking for that. Right. Just imagine. But Brittany, imagine. We buy it for But Brittany, but Brittany, imagine if you, think about it like this. Imagine if you grew up in a household and your entire family is watching cooking shows all day. Mm. And the kids okay. sitting there watching right. cooking shows, right? Okay. Christmas roll around. He's browsing the We're catalog. We're talking about a three-year-old. That's what I'm saying. Y'all. I'm you literally see talking about the a three-year-old. Kids three, be knowing. Some kids three-year-olds be don't even know how to speak, Listen, let alone say, I want a, a kitchen thing. set. When I was raising <laughs> Isaac, probably should be Isaac, Isaac was really big and you ask me for a kitchen set, then that's toys. a different story. If you're six and you ask me for a kitchen set, that's a different story, then I will get it for you. But Check. a three-year-old, that's unrealistic. That's what the mother wants them to have. No, no. The shit that we buy for them early on is but what Brittany, we want them to have, not what they've asked for. But, Brittany, my point is when I raised Isaac, he was okay. three to four years old. <laughs> he was big okay. in the He-Man. And I'm like, you know, okay. He-Man is kind of like a transsexual character <laughs> with muscles. <laughs> and I didn't want to take that away from him as a child. Like... If you want to grow up to be He Man, listen, listen, listen. I mean, you know, I was like, you know, he's wearing a a, a, a thong, a right? He's wearing like a thong, right? <laughs> he's wearing a speedos with his and muscles glistening, <laughs> and he has a long sword. Hey, like, like they didn't even I have to down. make his muscles glisten. They they chose to put, you know, Hold they could have went with the matte finish. They was like, now we're gonna now put the glossy on here, right? <laughs> and he's Hold fighting his muscles with Skeletor, which is which I consider like your first baby mother. No, like, no, it's no, just no. like shut up. What are we doing here? Like. Okay, you I sure? I, I this is you what you stop. want? I he am says, for yes. if your child asks you, hey, mom, I want a kitchen set because I want to learn to cook. Bet, get him a kitchen set. Get him a kitchen set. If he asks for it, get it for him. There's nothing gay about a man cooking. Actually, the pussy he will get from being mm. able to cook in college we'll keep it a buck. is by Brittany's far. back. By far, <laughs> by far, the most masculine shit. She ain't been in California that long. Right, That's all I'm it. saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, there's nothing gay about that. I don't understand why we're so sensitive to men doing what we have deemed to be female shit. There are men that are raising females. What happens if something happens to mom? Right. He's got to teach her how to do her hair, how to cook, how to clothe herself, how to hold herself like a lady. Like we never fucking talk about the other side. They never planned for that. But isn't they that where tomboys come that. from? OK. Mm. Stop. Omar. Jesus. All right. But 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 OK. But to your point, though, Brittany, just to like, man, your daughter hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like there's a daddy there five in Rikers. <laughs> no, no, no. Taking it back to what you said earlier, though. Was, when she was six months and dad see, didn't see know y'all what always gotta doing. go dark why, why but I'm just saying dark? it's no, real no, I, I hear what but you said but you know those girls but, that, but that have muscles do you know the, do you know <laughs> and they the have risk like that of, curl fade do you know the risk of women dying <laughs> raised by two daddies that it's happens high. a lot it's high when women die during childbirth that happens a lot and we don't talk about it okay that, that is you have thing. a lot of men who go in the hospital with their wife about to have a baby come out with just a baby then what? No, I always he say like you should choose taught. the mom. Okay. I always say choose the mom, right? He's he's never been taught to The baby survive. hasn't been here and before. Then what? Go with the mom. Just do the mom. This I know it's a hard decision. 
But go with the mom. But to your the baby's not pulling any resources in right now. Don't have a job. Don't have any money. Just go with the mom. I'm gonna need you to get on TikTok. Survive. No, no, but you have to choose one. Though to your point, though, Brittany. To your point, I I do hear what it is that you're saying as it relates to because I do think that the crux of the conversation. Because even when I would see certain men's positions that were anti buying their child a kitchen set they weren't necessarily anti them cooking they were i don't want to be the person that introduces this at an age before that child uh can can develop internally and so and so i do hear what you're saying right like you're right in those first couple of years if you if you are in a situation where you do have that kind of vocal child that is requesting something, yes. It's but I, I think that I think that we're five. I think that we're 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 entering this new space now, especially now that gender is becoming more fluid. Gender becomes this thing where it's like, oh well, you determine what your gender is, you know. Um, oh well, well, what do you want to be considered as a he or her or they or you know what I'm saying? Like we're in this gray space, which is cool for us to have this conversation as adults. But then when you're having that conversation as a child, it's like you're putting a lot, a, a heavy burden on an infant to make lifelong decisions, and right? He's like, not going to be able to tell you vocal, vocalize that at three. That's just and, not going to happen. And, you but, did but that even, shit on your own. But even beyond vocalizing it, right? It's like. At the eight, one of the reasons that the college system is so fucked up is because we're asking eighteen-year-olds to make decisions about what they want to do with the rest of their lives, and I'm forty, and I'm still figuring this shit out, right? Like where I may have thought, oh, I thought I liked that, and now I'm doing this, but I'm gonna add, I'm going to ask a three-year-old, I'm gonna treat a three-year-old as an adult and say, hey. Uh, who do you want to have sex with once you can have sex, right? Like, how do you identify? And but 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 just but saying, I, like, I don't think you should think about it that way. I think that time you spent with that one guy, I don't think you people should hold that. Oh again. my god, that was just one night in Vegas. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell people you. People shouldn't hold that. Wait a minute, 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 Brittany. Just 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 to finish the point, like I do think, just, just, and just to agree with what it was that you were saying earlier that. I think that what's at the crux of this discussion, which does make it interesting, it isn't whether or not you will be comfortable with your child playing with it. It's whether or not you have to make the personal decision. Like, my kid doesn't know what he wants at three years for Christmas. I'm coming in with toys. So typically as boys, we're going to get, like Omar said, the He-Man, the G.I. The Joe, G.I. the Transformers. The Spider-Man. You know, the shit Bi- that we Batman. think, yeah, it's and, and bo- quote-unquote uh, boys-like. And And, and that's my thing. Like, do that, right? Like, start with those gender norms and then be open to the dynamics that that could change, right? So you you have a girl. You have a boy. You buy the girl dolls and and, and cute little girly things, pinks and reds and purples and that. You buy the boy, cute little boy stuff like toys and trucks and stuff like that. And as they develop and they start to see – all of these different gender norms start to like merge when they look at mom, they look at dad, they're paying attention to their doctors, they're paying attention to their school, schoolmates and people at daycare. One day, it won't be at three, but one day they will come home probably at five or six and say, mom, 
um, I want to cook. I want to learn how to cook. I want to do what you do for dinner. Okay. At that point, as a parent, everything that you that you had in your mind and set in terms of what you wanted for this kid, that kid helps you start to reorganize that shit because you can't you can't force that your like your ideas onto a child. All you can do is just start the process and then figure out where it goes from there. But it's not going to be at three. Three, they can't even barely say, "I want chicken." Well, here's the thing. Let alone, Brittany. I want a fucking kitchen. Uh, here, you know what? The way I look at it is that. I agree. If a toy screws up your child's life, right. I think there's bigger problems right. in this family. <laughs> right. Right. Like if right. we if you think a toy is going to really ruin your child's life, I think you're missing. You can't see the forest from the trees. Now, right? now Omar, right. yeah. I, I agree with you. Now, but to play devil's advocate, because part of this conversation is it, it, it is that part of parenting is a bit of guidance, right? So it, all it is right. is guidance, you know. And so the question becomes: if if I make things too fluid, am I am I creating an environment where I'm confusing my child? And I don't even know if confusing yeah. is you, the you right word, but just saying that it's it's you like to- okay. So so my sister. Is, is is on the spectrum, right? Like she, I she's a part of the LGBTQ community, right? Like, oh, you said spectrum, I, like she got. But, um, but, but, autism. but but I say that because I I can't just say she's a lesbian <laughs> because she was married to a man. You know what I mean? Well, so it's okay, like so she still she's finds kinda... men attractive, but I know that okay, so she, she was woman. raised one way, <laughs> right? That's what she it right. Is. That's she was no, raised the spectrum one is way about their sexuality. You know, no. But, you say a uh, child is on a spectrum if they're autistic, so that's why. Well, the, there's multiple. Well, well yeah, yeah, there's yeah, multiple a, spectrums. So I'm just talking yeah, about as it relates LGBT to like gender. Spectrum. You know, right? Saying I don't know where she falls in it because I don't know if she would consider herself queer or bisexual because I know she still finds men's attra- men attractive. By curious, you know. But I know that she's more attractive to women. So if she had her choice, she probably, if she had to, (laughs) I don't know. That feels like a Listen, listen, nigga, I'm trying to be safe. I'm trying to be safe. Remember when you, you you know, when girls mess with other girls in college? (laughs) Right. It's by curious. Maybe she just bisexual. And, and I don't think like curious. And more but we're talking but just saying about that I multiple think that things here, though. And it <laughs> like, is a spectrum, gender-wise, right? Gender-wise, she may look at herself as either a woman or non-binary, and she may be also bisexual. Those are two different right. things. But sometimes I'm bisexual, but I'm more... Because I remember I was watching some program where... No, actually, no, that wasn't a program. Um I had gone out with an old friend. You're bisexual. Get your ass out of here. Uh, <laughs> I I heard that it, too. It, 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 right. That wasn't what it was Pause. supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Omar. I mean, right. you grown ass man. Whole lot. We've grown. <laughs> you've grown, grown some, but but you're yo, a grown we man. Are still Isaac. who we are. You clearly. can be who you want to be. I mean, look at Caitlyn. Caitlyn came out at 85. Anyway, the point I'm making that nigga right, ain't is is that um, some some people. I say nigga to women and men. Some people are are <laughs> they 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 know early on who they like, and that's the space that they move in. But then there are some moments where I do feel that people are socialized to be a certain way. 
You know, meaning I grew up in a house full of You're all punching women. Down. You're punching no, down. No, 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 no. no. And, but, but see, the thing is, is I don't think that there's anything wrong with where you fall on the spectrum. But I do think that depending upon how you're reared in your early childhood experiences I can influence. I disagree. I think, no, 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 Omar, I think what, Omar, hold on, Omar, before you make your point. I, what I will challenge before you make your point is that even just thinking about white men and black men, like white men grew up in a way where they can like kiss each other in the mouth as, as what uh, kind of white men you hang? No, no, around? no. I'm talking about, no, no, no. You know, how, you know how I'm talking about, you know how what like kind of white men you hang? No, no, no. Omar. These, these you know guys are ta- straight. No, they no, like no. I'm talking each other about you know you know what I mean like like <laughs> I do them not. frat boys them frat boys that be doing all kind of random ass shit like they they can do all kinds of things with each other and no one says they're probably gay but black men cannot like grab each other's parts and do all kind of shit and kiss on each I, other the, and shit without somebody I, I, saying I mean, right, that guy right, gay shit. Like, right, right. But, but the thing is, Lucius Lyon throwing a baby in the trash. I know y'all are joking, saying. but you know, know what I'm saying. saying. No, I know what you're saying, but Lucius Lyon threw Juicy Smollett in the, t- in the trash. I'm, I'm not going that far, right? Like, that's a little extreme, Right. No, but what, but what I'm saying, saying is I understand what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is because understand. culturally they've been able to do that, whereas black men can't. And so what I'm saying is, to Ike's point, there, there, it is a way that you're raised that allows you to tr- sort of determine how you move through the world. And, and I think but, but that goes back to, to the loosest line. Because I think Isaac's point, well, one of the things I'm challenging, not his overall conversation or overall stance was more about that you can make your child gay by doing different things with them, right? I don't think But I don't think that's what he was saying. Uh, he mentioned, he said that shit and that's why you I said, no, no, I want to challenge that. That wasn't make, what I was saying. Where he's like, but, but oh, you're buying your kids though. dolls and, you know, your son dolls and everything and, and now he be, he's gay now. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> no, like, no, I don't, that's not how it works. Because here's the thing, that, but, I don't think but during true. even, you know, one of the things I found out, you know, because I read a lot was during medieval times. Because I read a lot. There were, <laughs> there are plenty of transgenders back then, right? And there was during, during medieval times what they they was like the the transgenders would would become like monks and stuff like that. Mm. And people didn't know that wow. you know these monks had, you know, vajayjays until they died, right? And it was just this secret like no one talked about, right? Like so people have always been in the shadows. And so to think that, you know, the only part of the conversation I was challenging was that if you're doing these different things, you'll make the kid become something okay. else. And that I don't agree I'll with. I don't think I'll accept that. You can force your child to be a to be attracted that, to someone that they're not. Yeah, I and, think it they I think that's what makes us so, people and humans, right? And, like and you're right. And oh, so with humans, right. humans right. there's a term that economists use called grouping, right? Mm-hmm. Society doesn't group people, people group themselves, right? Like you group yourself. Like no one can say you belong to this group. Right. And this has been studies that's been done all over the world. Right. Like we group ourselves into groups. So if if I'm gay, I'm going to group myself with the transgender community or the LGBTQ. Right. Like no one can force me to do that. That's that's me doing that. Right. So no matter how much, you know, you can get your kid, your son or whatever, a kitchen set. That doesn't mean he's going to become gay or, or start becoming a woman all of a sudden because you gave him a toy. 
right? Because eventually that child is going to become an adult and a person, and they're going to eventually group themselves. It's almost like when people come from conservative families, right? And then they go move to a more liberal city, they ended up saying like, well, I can either become liberal or I can stay conservative. That's them making the choice, not their parent or the community, right? But they have an option, they have a choice, and they will eventually group themselves into whatever they believe fits with them, right? And so it's it's no different than the opposite, right? Like depending on who you are, you're going to group yourself with the people you mostly identify with. But there's nothing that I can give that person that would say you belong to this group, if that makes sense. Now, no, it, it makes perfect sense, and in, in you're 100% correct in, in your assessment. And as you were even talking, what I just came to the conclusion of is why this is such a fascinating conversation overall is because, okay, so on one level, we're talking about sexuality, meaning who you want to have sex with versus how you identify in terms of how you interact with the society. And I think that people, when they feel like there's a war on masculine energy or masculinism, what they're saying is that the things that have become known as being societal norms or the whole nine, these are things that we're kind of castigating now, but from the space of what you're saying, because when we talk about an issue with people being gay, you know, I remember watching a show. It was actually, it might even still be one of my favorite shows. And they only had a couple of series, uh, a couple of seasons, but it was Spartacus, right? Like, what was fascinating about this show was since the in season one, they showed some of the biggest dudes that was like killing the most people. They were gay, and nobody in that space was castigating that male because he liked another male because they knew, oh, that's a man. You know what I mean? So, like, from a gender perspective, he considered himself a man, but from a who he's attracted to, he liked other men. And people just accepted it. They weren't going to test him because this dude was huge. He can beat my ass. And so other men respected him as a man. He just likes other men. And so the bigger question becomes, are we more concerned with men that act like women or men that like other men, right? Because... That's where that's to me the crux of this conversation, because, yes, if you give your child a kitchen set, if you make them familiar with other elements about, you know, things that are considered, quote unquote, feminine, that child, I think, is going to be raised in a way that is a a, a little bit more gender fluid. You know, they're going to be comfortable with crying. Right. Like there are some niggas right now that aren't physically attracted to men at all, but they exude a lot of what would be considered feminine energy. So meaning they can cry. They like to cook. They they are doing things that are characteristically considered feminine, but they like women. It's called domesticated today. You know, it it would be interesting to see. People that have an issue with it, which one are they bothered like with Ned, more? Like a Ned Flanders, like right. You know, would you rather have a him? Yes, or, like, but Ned it's, Flanders it's like, you... is not gay, but he clearly ain't no like he's not like a you know, you right know, Superman. And so exactly. and so that's kind of what this conversation is because because to, to Omar's point, if I get my child, because I said I've had you know. Cabbage Patch Kids, and I was raised around a lot of women. I've I've always loved. I've always been physically attracted to women, 
And so I don't fall in that space, but I can see me hanging around some dudes. And if they don't know me and they see me sitting somewhere and I got my legs crossed, oh, this nigga gay. You know, they're more bothered by me crossing my legs when I'm sitting here because that's that gay shit versus they boy that was in prison for 10 years and he and you know he was sleeping with dudes the whole time oh that's just prison like we'll make an excuse <laughs> oh that's for just prison extra, no it's casey that is a reality that's that that as much oh, as I've the black it. community act yeah. like we're get funny style when it comes to homosexuality we accept prison sex with other men because oh well you know a man gotta get it all i don't accept prison you know but i'm just saying though like as gay as fuck but i'm telling you though but i'm telling you though there are a lot of men that are the biggest most brawny dude but they 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 go to jail for 20 years (laughs) and they got a high sex drive and by year five or ten they looking at that little nigga that came in with you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, by, I'm not I'm not I'm not this isn't this isn't a matter 16. of justification saying right or wrong, but it is interesting because but that's some men can thing. say they are not gay. Oh, that's just prison sex. So But that's the only booty they're gonna see, right? And you see so what I'm saying? The cha- but and you so know, how do we separate prison that? Rape how do we is, separate but prison rape is a big thing, right? It is. Very it's a much. it's a huge thing, right? But again, it's the only booty they're gonna see. Right, and if it's the only booty you gonna see, that's what they, they be on. And, and, but, but see, ain't nobody talking about these niggas though, right? But 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 if your boy want a kitchen set, that's more of a issue <laughs> that's a because oh he's go. So that's what I'm saying. We're more concerned about the what we consider to be gay above sexuality. So so honestly, gay, and I think that's where the whole spectrum came in because queer. Or when you use these other terms, there are people who might like women, but they have a feminine characteristics and they don't feel a part of the quote unquote male community. Young Ma. Young Ma can hang with me and my niggas all day. You see what I'm saying? I'm yeah, not going to be like, oh, man, oh, you can't say that around her. She a girl. Young Ma come around. We talking about bitches all day. We gonna, I'm not going to be like, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. That's Young Ma. I'm be like, man, that, she, that, that's one lie. of the homies, right? So I'll a you man will can respect, get comfortable. You can re, you will respect their what whoever what they who they want to be, right? Who, right. You know what and I'm saying? So, and so that's and so really let me the ask you a question: Would you hang around Andy Cohen or like <laughs> Elton John? Right? Mm. Would you hang around Elton John? Or Anderson I mean, no, okay, so on a personal level. Or Freddie level. Mercury. Or so, so now, actually, oh, yeah. Would so you hang around funny, Lil Nas right? X? So, so he's, would he be okay, one so of the homies? Would Omar, he be Omar the homies? is directing towards me. Now, it's funny you say that. It's actually a great question. And, you know, I'm not somebody that's concerned <laughs> with getting canceled because I ain't popular enough to get canceled. But this, this I don't know if this is going to be popular or unpopular. The reality is I probably would not. I'm very comfortable around gay men. But the but the gay men that I can forge relationships with are the one that still exude that masculine energy where I can still right. be a man around and them. And it's a preference. Once it's a, a man a starts to exude that feminine energy, it feels it's like something gets short circuited in my head in a sense of <laughs> no, I'm 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 and this is just me being honest. This is just a, a pure moment. I maybe you think you're homophobic? It, no, it's it's not even that. It's it's they are exuding feminine energy, which internally makes me want to treat them like a female, but they're not a female. Because you're looking at them that way. 
No, I'm not. It's that that's the energy that they're no, pulling out. But and I'm so saying when like you, if you, that's how you receive women them. energy, yeah. I'm, so I'm asking, I change when I'm around women. I don't I don't act So what do you way. mean so you change when you're around like, women? What does that mean? I, I, I soften shit up a little a bit. Nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, saying like I I I I give more of my feminine side because it's it's a So you do have a feminine side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Omar, it's not okay. You. So it's not Omar, okay to so have you. your feminine side in front of little Nas Omar, X. Is what you you're got saying? a feminine it's side. It's not too. that. Oh, I know I have a feminine no, listen. side. He's 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 calling it out. Look, I, I, honestly, and and this is this is the area I'm still Every growing in. This is the area right. I'm still growing and women in. Women have is masculine energy. If I'm around Absolutely. a man that's exuding a lot of feminine energy, I get what you're saying. It, it becomes difficult. Like I can't relate to him it's the same way I relate to, to you. I'm saying you relate but to the person. Because you want to treat him like you're, a woman. You're yeah. you're relating he, to the person, not to their treat him like gender or their. Or what it's, they and prefer. That's what I'm saying. Right? Well, no, no, no. So, but, but that's what, what I'm saying, though. I can, this is going to be a growth I got, moment. I have close this is friends. Be a growth I have moment. close friends that like men, but when they okay, hang around Omar. me, but they, I'm can, saying, they can feel brotherly. But it I'm saying, if Lil Nas. Do you have any friends like Lil Nas X to come in the house and play with Paddington? I'm just saying, do you have any friends like that? Hold on, Brittany. But I'm asking Isaac if Lil Nas X walks in the room, you will feel uncomfortable. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. No, no, we gonna vibe. No, he, he would wouldn't be someone him. that I would that I could forge the same kind of brotherhood but, that but I have with you. But I'm like, saying they wouldn't they would go to a pause, pause, everyone, pause. They wouldn't kick it. I'm pause. I'm right, saying, let's right. say Lil Nas X, you meet him, you guys are talking for a little bit. Now all of a sudden, you guys have the same interests, right? And you're like, damn, I have so much in common with Lil Nas. Oh no, Lil I can't Lil kick it with him. Now it's like I'm not gonna kick it with him because his feminine side is gonna come out. But that's what I'm getting at, right? I can kick it with him then. I'm saying that, and, and, but but we would have to establish that other connection because if we that's couldn't what I'm establish that you other have connection, the interest, right? Let's say you guys right, both right, love music, right, you love yeah. the same music, we can do it then. We you guys, then. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so all that other stuff goes away, it and does. that's what I'm calling out. Like it, it, it so what you're saying is like it's not about. I get what you're saying, but I think the context behind it matters, right? Mm-hmm. You're not just. I'm not saying just hang out with a dude. That's gay and feminine, you do because he's gay and feminine. Because <laughs> I'm trying I'm to like, prove a point, <laughs> right? That I'm but old. I'm saying, like, if you <laughs> do woke, come across, can, I'm an ally. Yeah, come on, right. let's, let's go out to the club together. But, like, but if you do meet a, a gay dude that's feminine, and you guys have similar interests, and you're like, man, I really like, you know, this person, their, their energy. We we get we're on the same wave, right? Even though they're flamboyant, you might still say this is a yeah, I, I, no, no, I, no, I could do this that. Person, no, 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 right? I could do that. And then, I could do that. You know, you would not hang out with that person because, yeah, because then it would make you sound homophobic, right? right. Like I right. really think this person's dope, right? But I can't hang out with them because usually when I'm around women, I usually express my feminine side, <laughs> and so, and then now I'm around this guy, and he has his feminine side. I have my feminine side, and it's just this weird energy now. <laughs> so I've been sleeping with him for three years now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a son, and we We've adopted, adopted a son. We yeah. adopted a Filipino son. <laughs> but I, I, no, no. I, 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 I get agree. what you're saying, I but agree. I think I that no. I think that's you know, and and we never like to admit this as black men that come grew up in a black community. But nigga, I remember growing up. Where old black ladies, they knew when black kids were gay. They would say, oh, "Come on, man, oh, he, got knew. Knew. he got a little sugar in his tank. He just got a little sugar in his tank, right? Right? Or we, or, or we call him a sissy or something. Like we had, we've always had these terms that weren't fair. But, but what was fascinating is that then you got somebody like the prince, right? Because the prince exuded. 
what we would consider feminine energy. The prettiest but we knew man alive. The prettiest Are you saying man alive, but he instead of just butts? Prince. <laughs> prince. He fucked I said prince. all like, the bitches. You, you can't say, say the, prince. the prince. I did not say the prince. You, you said, said it twice. Prince. Yeah. No, and I, I was like, who I is the prince? the transcript. I said prince. You said the prince. No, you said the prince. Did I say the prince? That's the edible. That's the edible. I'm serious. But you right. I'm with you, like, I'm with you Brittany. I like referring to him as the prince now that he's gone. Because it's like, we only had one prince in the United States. And it's the prince. We need to call him the from now on. The prince. He's not just prince. He's the prince. Do you think a prince, an artist today, could pull off what Prince did. Not necessarily. Uh, I think his. so. Shit, that's even Lil more. Uzi Vert. Even that's more. That's Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, even me too. That's he is, exactly he is, is in that weird ass space. He is Lil Uzi purses. Vert. But he is he respected his... over, overall yes. the way I, Prince I don't hear fire. no niggas talking about me? him being gay. Uzi is fire. And Uzi, and Uzi, Uzi get chicks. Like, let's just keep yeah. it a bet. Uzi just gave, what's the name? A McLaren. A buck. A buck, guys. He just gave um, a bet. Uzi just gave um, what? What's that girl <laughs> name? JT from City Y'all Girls a McLaren for her me. birthday. You know what? Fuck that. They need to free so, yeah. a young boy. <laughs> no, they don't. He's a woman beater. Fuck him. What? I be telling my daughter. To not fuck with him, and they love NBA YoungBoy, and I'm like, he had a bitch sleeping in the lobby. I do not, do not play NBA YoungBoy in my house. Uh, he the hood, he the yeah. streets, he the streets. No, he is a piece of shit. <laughs> he the streets, is what he Brittany. is. He the streets. And his mama ain't shit either. Hey, he the streets, mm-hmm. Brittany. No, he, he streets. ain't shit. He beats on women. He's a piece of shit. He need rehab. Hey, in jail. Well, he's doing better these s- days. Speaking of, no, he the fuck he's not because his mother is still ridiculous. Y'all. So they build both the same. Y'all. Fuck them both. Y'all. Thank you. I love that y'all know about these niggas. Right. I have no idea I who no peripherally. is. I'm the old nigga in the room right now. Because I have to know. Because I'm going to choke the oh, shit out of my it. daughter. Oh, I just I know it. that. Oh, trust just me. Just know that. It's on the way. You got to be. So question about these artists. Like who who do you think will be the artist that kids listen to in 20 years? Drake. Right, that will turn. That will look at them and be like, "What you know? What do you know about them?" Like which NBA artists? young boy. Nope. NBA no, young no, boy. <laughs> no, little baby. Oh no, I will go to a little baby concert. I, I love I me some little baby. But do you, I, 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 I feel like baby. you guys are not thinking on a granular level. Like whose music is going to stand the test of time? Adele. Okay. I agree maybe with that. Drake, She's my maybe wedding Drake. Drake, Drake, Adele, Drake, maybe Kanye Adele. for sure. Kanye West for sure. Kanye, yeah, for sure. Oh, maybe Tiana Taylor. So you guys are thinking about their music, and that in twenty years, kids are going to still be listening to their music. Yeah. Shit, we still listening to Snoop Dogg, ain't we? We are. Are. In 20 years, like, I'm thinking about what my daughter will listen to. Yes. No, no, Drake. no. Snoop Dogg came out in the 90s. Right. Okay. It's me, 2001. Let me Well, rephrase. TikTok has allowed them to be able to get up on old That's music. That's true. Because my daughter comes to me and tells me about, like, total songs and shit like that from TikTok. Oh, and I'll be like, dope. what that you know dope. about them? Right. And she'd be like, oh, it's on TikTok. It's a challenge. You going to do it with me? No. Oh, that's you but should okay. do it, Brittany. That's yeah, so cute. That's your music. I love when the mom and daughters do the 
I think it's one of my yeah. favorite things when I see I got her. a couple with her, but she's so trash. She be trying to make me look bad. That is so funny. I love it when parents talk you. about their kids. She trying yeah, to embarrass you. I be like, you not going to embarrass me and put it online, nigga. She's you got like, me fucked up. You, you heard this song. It's, it's spot em, got em. <laughs> and then she's flinch at you. <laughs> like, did you try to hit me? It's like, yeah, TikTok. Got to throw it on TikTok. <laughs> Just jumped at right. my mama. Scared her ass. Oh, <laughs> and, that, and, and now that nigga is Bitch, I ain't got no sense. <laughs> grid. She off the grid because I done took her fucking phone. Stop it. But not yeah. yet. No, as far as artists go, no, I'm 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 in accordance with y'all. It's 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 all about. Little Baby is low-key growing on me. I, I like him. It. I like him Ooh. when he features on other people's songs. I like his own When he shit on too. other like people's shit... Now I'm gonna tell you who I like, but he a toxic nigga. Duh baby. Duh baby. Duh baby is nah, toxic, but after man. that, after after that, Danny Lay shit. Uh, that shit brought back too much I didn't, PTSD. I didn't really get, that yeah. shit brought t- back too much PTSD. I'm done with the baby. And I, the baby was my shit. I'm done with him. You no, know, I I knew he I knew he'd been toxic since. I'm over it, it. That's no. what was funny about do Dave Chappelle's like joke when he was like. He kills him. I'm like, exactly. Like, we knew when he came into It's like BMX. Back in the day, we used to have lower standards for <laughs> whose music we could consume. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. in a new day and age now where it's like, I have well, these to. He's got to be the Pope. Exactly. And it's, I, I get That's it on ludicrous. one level. It's I ludicrous. get it on one level. But it's, if we go throughout history and we look at everybody, not just artists. But everybody that has ever contributed anything that has been significant and we dig into their dirty closets and look at the bullshit that they've been on, we could we could literally cancel everything. We could probably cancel bottled water. If whoever the first nigga bottled some water and we found out how he treated his kid. I know y'all seen King Richard. Right, and I'm. I, I feel mouth. Oh, you haven't? I love that book. Oh my god, I it's great, Brittany. I it's, watched it's, it. It's I a feel it good movie, it's on HBO, and I'm gonna tell you, so just whatever you get. It's is it on HBO? HBO it's on HBO. Perfect. So it's first off, um, this may be depending upon what else comes out this year. Uh, Will Smith may get his Oscar this year because he actually yeah. did an amazing performance, and it. it, it when I first saw him kind of doing the the accent and talking, I was like, "Oh, I ain't gonna like this shit." But 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 I wasn't very familiar with, you know, Venus and Serena's father enough to see, oh shit, he actually did a very accurate depiction of how he spoke. So after I got past that and just saw the way that the movie moved, I was like, "Yeah, this is great." And on Rotten Tomatoes, it said the audience score is still at like ninety eight percent. So. collectively everybody thought this movie is amazing right but then of course social media gotta dig through your past and start tearing shit apart now on one level it'd be like that's some bullshit they gotta tear down the black man but then when you realize what he did it's like yeah it kind of deserves it right like he was a he was a tiger dad right we celebrate well we don't celebrate but the reason why the Asian community is killing it in the U.S. is because of the tiger parents mentality. Mm. That's no different than what he's doing, right? He's like, these are some kids. They in the fucking hood. They're not going to be in the hood. I'm going to give them a talent that'll get them out of this situation. Asian parents do that all the time. 
It's not that Asian people are good at math. It's the fact that their parents are like, no, you're going to know this fucking math because this is your way out. Now, wait a minute, Omar. I agree with you 100%, but the 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 so wait, articles that have been coming out. about how he raised his no, daughter? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. That, that's not what people are upset about. What they're upset about. And they they spoke to it a little bit in the movie, but other people are digging into it a little bit more. He left his first wife where he had like three, four kids with. Told, told them niggas he was going to the store to get a bicycle. And <laughs> that was very normal back, back then. That and very never normal. came back, right? And and like never came back, but then raised these amazing women. And so it's like, yeah, but what about them? What about that other wife and those other three, four children that you <laughs> okay, left behind? Look, like he's focus. a deadbeat dad. And so why it's like, we, it's it's it's, it's not that it's not that it diminishes the value of what he did in terms of raising these two amazing beautiful you know champion black daughters but it's saying you left a lot of carnage in your wake and and if we're going to tell the story accurately you 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 can't just Oh, we gotta put this per- person because you know they did that shit with Christopher Columbus, even though he wasn't real. But or or George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. Columbus oh, they're the okay. they're the they're the they're the founder, you know, of America. But it's like, yeah, but they also had slaves and they was doing a lot of no, other no. fucked up shit here's too. My, Everybody like, had slaves. I do we gonna, really want to? Here's the thing: I, I prefer them to do it the way that they. The way oh, that they did it. From because a movie perspective, if, but just we can't look at it like, oh, he was the greatest man alive when he left a lot of carnage in his but, life. And that's fair. But he produced. I feel like that's but he fair. Produced, that's fair. But he produced Who's two of that? the greatest athletes of all time. Like, okay, you have to so give listen. him his flowers, hold right? Up. So at the end hold of the up. day, hold on, hold on, hold on, Brittany. Hold on, Brittany. But you still acknowledge. But the thing is, I this is this is annoying, right? People are always gonna throw dirt on rich people's shit. Right. Here's the thing. Yes, he left his family. Maybe he looked at those kids like they don't have the potential to do what I need to do. <laughs> he gonna start a new family. Like, okay, now this family, this they the can one. do what I need to. That do. was my starter family, right. but this is the one I care about. And right you got to think and about I, it like this. And you I tried think about five times. Fuck them kids. Fuck them, them kids. Right. None of them you got to think about it like do it again. What you know? That's fucked up. It's it's it's. The thing is, like, you can't, it, it doesn't happen in a vacuum, right? The conversation doesn't happen in a vacuum because can he be great at something he did and be a shitty person? Absolutely. Right. Right? That happens. That's life. Right. Like, nobody's perfect. Right. No, we're exactly, not doing that. Exactly, right? <laughs> and so the thing is, it's like, <laughs> oh, I see you, Casey. I mean, he was right. good at what he did. Re- he was a horrible oh, no. human being. Right, he made he was a he he's a Grammy award winning artist. He wrote some of the best songs of our time, right? Like, but was he a shitty person? Absolutely. And the same thing I think with Serena Venus that like, was he probably a shitty person to his previous family? Probably so. But did he produce some of the greatest athletes of our time? Absolutely, and that you can't take away from because the movie was produced by Venus and Serena. It was them telling their story through their father's eyes. Hey, do right? y'all know that you gotta they let it go. That, that they waited until the movie was done before they decided to put their name on it because they wanted to make sure it was good first, even with Will Smith. Uh. So Will Smith said that it was hella pressure, more pressure than he's ever felt with any other movie because they were like... Uh, watching the filming like they were there every day of the filming and 
they all knew that they were waiting to endorse the movie before for it. Mm. You know, it was done to determine if they wanted to put their name on it or not. Yeah, and and listen, nobody I don't think has taken away that there was one hack job article that I read where they tried to pick apart the movie, and it's like you're being unrealistic because there's no way that you could have told that that story, the full totality of the person. This is a they're telling a narrative. Let's talk about what it took to get Venus and Serena to that space. So I'm totally on board with the movie and I, I refuse to diminish how much I enjoyed the movie. And to Omar's point, I'm also not going to diminish his influence as um, just the the patriarch, patriarchal figure that was also their father that was like, fuck what everybody else is saying. I'm going to raise them to be great. That was a story that needed to be told. I do, I I think initially when I first read this article, I had a pushback like, man, every time somebody trying to do something, you know, and I think that that's our thing that we feel like every time a positive black story gets told, you always got to do this. And I did feel that way, admittedly, off top. But then as it kind of started to sink in and resonate and just realize, like, if you were a part of that carnage that was left in the wake, you don't feel like his absence um, is just a footnote, you know? Like, oh, well, sometimes you just got to do that. If you were the person that experienced that, you feel like, nah, fuck this and fuck him. And as it relates to how he's ultimately judged, maybe not by public perception or, you know, Hollywood standards, but from a karmic perspective, you left a lot of carnage in your wake. You you had to ignore. I can't imagine. And, and this is me speaking and everybody can call this out as a person without children. But one of the reasons I don't have children, it was intentional because I knew I wasn't mature in the early stages to be able to raise a child the way that I would have wanted to raise them. And and I, I did not want to ever have to be that person that would consider not being involved in my child's life it wasn't just like oh they got a divorce but he was still paying child support like no like these niggas ain't talked to him in 20 something odd years and their life is far and away from what venus and serena's life is they ain't got a percentage of the millions or nothing they just know i had a deadbeat dad and then to twist the knife i had a deadbeat dad but then he went over here and came the fuck up oh you're bitter you're bitter. And I not only and feel the, like one, they have a reason. Know, I don't know how, justifi- how true this justified. is. I don't know how true this is, but it was insinuated that like because the five kids he had first weren't children that he could turn into superstars, he went That's why he and, and started a new family to mm. do it. Mm. So I could see why they would be bitter if that is the case. Um, he treated children like... Jeff Bezos probably treats businesses. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit's not earning income. Not earning. All right, well then we gonna try again, man. I only got so much fresh. semen left in me. Oh my I, god! I, you know, <laughs> the nigga made a plan. Like he had a the plan. nigga's crazy. Like let's be okay. honest. Like we love when we see crazy people make it because it takes crazy people to push the boundaries. 
but they aren't normal people. Like the nigga was in the middle of a meeting and, and farted and got up and left. Like we know the nigga crazy, right? And what? we look at oh, it girl, like it's one the of them. Th- yeah, you got to see it. it. But it's one of them. <laughs> the end justifies the means type of situation. Kanye do Stop crazy shit. We hate Kanye. Me. But then we look up and he's valued at a few billion dollars and he's winning. And we're like, oh, well, I guess it makes sense. Right. But not to everybody. Everybody doesn't feel like the ends justifies the means. And so that's really what it comes down to. That's the overall conversation as it relates to how you view uh, not only. And and here's the thing, because going back to what you said with the R. Kelly situation. It's the can I I can enjoy his music and hate him as a person, right? Like you can I can appreciate. Oh no no no! But but just saying like when we yeah you're right. But but just saying that sometimes us saying that sometimes that's the space we have to be in in 2021. And and the reason I'm saying that this is the new space that I think we all need to evolve to. And now I don't know what moral implications it has, but it's saying our our forefathers weren't burdened the way we're burdened now with information. Information is a double-edged sword. It's great to know this additional shit, but then it comes with a cost. And that cost is I have to know about intimate details about you that I didn't know. I feel like that in relationships, right? Like back in the day, our parents, they could have relationships that were self-contained. Now, if your relationship ain't on full-on blast and you're telling everybody about it there's a piece of other people maybe not you in your existence of the relationship but there's a piece of other people that feel like something must be wrong there because they ain't sharing shit right like there's a pressure that we have of feeling like you have to you got to be willing to bear it all in order to exist and that wasn't how our parents existed. They were able to just exist. Now, now that you're good, saying bad, that, ugly. Now that you're saying that, I'm thinking about this Will Smith book, where all the stuff is coming out about Will Smith that I cared nothing about. <laughs> right? It's like, Did you sign the petition? I, I right. might have to. It's like I wanted to remember I Will Smith did. as as Will y'all Smith. So, y'all so ignorant. I don't so need to hear this Jada. other shit. I don't know what to do. Stop it. You better pray stop for it. her. I no. just I'm I don't serious. understand. No, I'm not doing this with y'all. I'm a Jay fan. Y'all better stop it. No, no get a I'm fucking a divorce fan. already. No, here's no. the No, no, no. This Why is what's the Yeah, listen to me. Hold on. Oh, you better stop it. Let me ask y'all a question about the Jada and Will stuff. Um, first off. Outside of the like August Alcina situation, which you know they had to address because clearly <laughs> August was right. like, t- I'm telling everything sloppy. That's right. the best to word to use. Right. Uh, outside of that, everything else for the most part that I've seen have been like headlines that have been pulled from like her show, which her show is to talk about like real shit. So like there was an episode where she was talking about uh, just as you get older, you can't assume that you know what your partner wants. You have to continue to learn about each other. You have to keep, you know, understanding each other's sex drive, like all these things. And the headline was Will Smith is no longer pleasing Jada. Like what? Like, and, and so I think what's, bothering me about this narrative is that it, we've sort of turned 
number one, they turned Jada into a villain because of the August thing. Like, no one can handle a woman having an extramarital affair. But, like, we clearly know Will was fucking. Like, that's not a secret. Um, but it's, it's been like, documented. Right. And it's like, so she's Stop talking about she's time. talking about r- real shit on her show. And because these headlines are kind of turning it into these sensational things, or Will Smith may have an excerpt in his book about, like, an experience he had when he was younger, everyone's decided that we're tired of hearing about them and instead of it being about like the outlets turning it into something it's like we don't like them anymore like we used to have them on this pedestal and it it feels like more of a backlash that we can no longer have them there and it's like because the media always has been evil right like well yeah why are you feeding the beast why are you feeding the beast but she has a talk show like that is the premise of the talk show to talk about like real shit that like we're not just gonna talk talk about about like cooking ideas and like thanksgiving but sides like, like nigga we talk about real shit but look at it like this this is where i think things become dangerous right when you start putting things out there that don't need to be out there not every mm. you you can still talk about real shit right but in the example i talk gave, to people about opportunities talk to people about uplifting talk to her putting something out there about her know, life that was a, wild it was normal things I get that it, like older couples quote, experience why is a that quote wrong to i talk read about? but it's not wrong to talk about but a quote i read is that you need to have real shit on your timeline period right full stop right Gossip, if you put things that are gossipy out there, people will gossip about them, right? That's just human nature. And that is definitely the media's nature. They're, they're the, the biggest celebrities on the planet. Like, there's so much shit they can actually be doing with their platform besides putting out things for, for people to talk about, right? And what I mean see, by that is it's not up to you to choose what they do with their platform. I understand that, but I'm saying we have to. Here's okay. Here's the way I look at it, and I, I actually talked to Isaac about this. Like people, because they also produce King people, Richard, so like they are creating, I, like they have I a film studio. That. They do things with their platform, but if they want to have their own creative stuff, why are they not allowed to? I just feel like. But let me ask you a question: Does it really matter that Will Smith had so much sex that he wanted to throw up? Like. It's a pl- it's like, his, it is yeah. literally yeah, but, an excerpt that, in his book and unless I don't you give read a shit, it in his right? book like, who cares then about don't read it? the book <laughs> don't read the book <laughs> like but I don't understand is, this like just like my, when we say point, we don't like some shit on TV turn the fucking channel like niggas are talking about, about how tired the channel, they are that don't fucking watch then the, like, the I don't point get isn't it. about the book it's the point about giving the media something to run with and 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 here. And here's my point. Okay, this so yeah, if y'all, if y'all wait, want wait, to know, wait, hold on, no, let, me, let me just finish it. Hold on. If you wanted a Will Smith autobiography, would you want him to talk about his real life? Would you, or yes, would you want it to just be the fluffy be, shit? But also, That's what I'm asking but let's, you. But let's be honest. Okay. No one on this planet has have had so much sex that they needed to throw up. <laughs> that's the, you know what I mean? Like that's a, that's, I think that's what they call. there are sex addicts who absolutely mm, have felt that. But no, but that's something they call to give to the media to talk about. It's planted there on purpose. Like mm. that's why it's there. It's called copyright. Like they are giving you the headlines for your stories. They do this. Publishers do this to sell the book. I get that. But again, in the same token, the media 
will take something and run with it, right? And what I was going to get at is I was actually reading several books where they talked about where they where the media draws its uh, attention to black and white to separate people, right? And they were saying like there was it was back in the '90s where you know there was a story that the media put out that like oh they're burning black white people are burning black churches and racism and everything, and the media was trying to get it heightened. And what is the media doing? They're selling advertisement, right? And so. They, they do this thing and, and everyone's talking about it like they're thinking this race war is going to kick off because of this. The, the media is running with, you know, these black churches being burned. And then Bill Clinton comes out and says, yeah, I remember in Arkansas, you know, they burned a black church when I was there. So then that fed his mission that, oh, he's for black people and he's fighting for black people. And then it, the, the news cycle goes away. He's elected, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They come to do the research only one black church was burned in the United States, and it was by a black arsonist. During the time that Bill Clinton grew up in Arkansas, there was no churches ever burned, right? But everyone jumped on the media. And of course, the media never said, let me backtrack that. We were wrong. This is actually what happened. And what I'm saying is the media is feeding people with shit that we don't need. We don't need the media shitting on Will Smith when he's the greatest American to ever live globally. We need to remember Will Smith as the guy from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air creating amazing movies, funny, nice guy. He never cursed in his records, but Eminem does. So you're asking for a watered-down version of a person. That's what I you're want, asking for. I want them for your own I personal want, comfort. You are asking Will for Smith. the watered down version of this this person. I don't want them shitting on Will Smith, and I don't want him to. Get, I don't want him giving them ammunition. He he wrote yeah. an autobiography. I I, I now, just okay. I feel like so I'll, I'll, I'll say this crazy. much. But they and made this, Will Smith sound like Dan Bilzerian. This this may be this may be the bridge is because to Omar's point, I do agree. You know, especially at how many years Will Smith and Jada has logged into the game. They know the game better than we all do on this podcast. Like, we're all aficionados, but they are the Yodas as it relates to understanding. When I put this red meat out here, the dogs are going to sink their teeth into it. They know that when they throw some red meat out there, that it's going to be fodder for social media. So if they're a part of this and they're just manipulating media to get more attention, then you know what? I'm all on board. I, on a personal level, get bothered like you get bothered, Casey, because I see what the show is and understanding that during the red table conversations, I don't tune in weekly or however often it comes out but i've watched a couple of the episodes or when i see the clips and i'm a fan of jada and will so you know i receive it you know i do feel and and i think i was bothered um when i feel like that overall her show is doing more good than harm in a sense of they're talking about real shit and they're bringing up conversations and dialogue and perspectives that we might not have otherwise seen. I hope that Jada being media trained and Will being media trained, that they were aware 
that they were going to get this level of not only attention but pushback. Because one thing we know about social media is it ain't safe out here in these streets, right? If the, the like and shit goes viral because it's fucked up, right? Shit goes viral because we can make a meme about it. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like to Omar's point, and this is how I feel. The moment, and I'm not blaming her for it, but I'm going to say that Jada doing Red Table Talks and, and having that level of conversation, she did invite us into her shit in a way that Denzel ain't invited us into his shit. Like, there's a bunch of other celebrities. Leonardo, like, we know as many broads as he got. When I, ain't, I can't tell you too many specifics other than pictures, right? I'm assuming he's smashing these people. Maybe he's not. They could be best friends. You don't know because when you look at his social media, he pushing save the whales, save the this, save the that. The moment he decides I'm going to have a talk show where I'm going to share intimate details about my personal experience, you now open this up for public dialogue. It's like the nigga that posts something on Facebook. They post all their business, and then they tell you, mine yours. No, bitch, I'm on season five of your drama. Like, you've walked me through every step of your personal world, and now you're telling me, oh, no, now I feel funny style about you judging me. You put it out there on display. Can't nobody have input in something that you don't give them access to and so i do feel on a level while it may be unfair i do feel like it's it is a part of the beast that they they, they invited us into it's their unfair. living room. don't don't get me wrong i totally agree that it's unfair that how they're being castigated right but again being a black person the obamas are the last black family mm. in the media's eye right like now like will smith people were Texting me like, man, Will Smith on some other shit. I'm like, I already know. <laughs> We've been known. <laughs> you know I think that's what it wasn't. Like it wasn't out there. Like, but they were just. They were just. I. I. I would have loved for them to just be this beautiful black family. I think more black people need to see that. But now you only see it from the Obamas now, right? There's not a lot of black families that are. But see, you're, the Cosby's. You're, no, 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 no. The Cosby's, Cosby's went down hard. And you're, so did Felicia both, Rashad. You're, Felicia you're Rashad asking, went down hard, too. Right. But you're also <laughs> asking for an unrealistic depiction of the black family. Because I think that... No, no, no. 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 Let, me fin- think, let me finish my thought please. about that. What I'm saying Don't ever is, cut me off, but please continue. Because you was about to cut me off, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm what I'm saying you. is... I'm teasing you, Casey. It's been a while. It has. I, I could take it. But what I'm saying is the Obamas also have shit. Perfect. Perfect, no, but they're, they're but not, you're not gonna hear no, you, you're not gonna right, see an ad and say me, Obama was slanging so much dick in half part. Let me finish. It, <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. Um, but now he the, had to switch to white women at one point. Stop. But the thing about it is, we just we simply don't know, right? So, is there nothing sacred? Right, <laughs> right. So, so the Obamas have shit too, right? So, so to Absolutely. say that we need to see. Um, these black families is all, yeah. It's also saying that we need to see a a level of perfection that none of us can achieve. We cannot be yeah. the the depiction of Obamas that they they portray to us. 
We can. But Obama's deal with real shit too, though. He has. But, Obama, the, but, but he wrote books. Is, he talked about I'm, his challenges. What I'm saying is. So did Michelle. Uh, fine, but what I'm saying you is. You can do it in a classy way, right? It's, it's all it, about it, class. But, it, being but see, classy. But that's, what you, but that's what you've decided is classy. My thing is. All of us. No, what I decided was what's America, right? You got niggas out here (laughs) carjacking people and killing people because they don't see any positive role models. And I'm. And then if you you. see an ad, if you're a kid that's like, I'm gonna go steal this car. And then They're you see an ad that says because Will, Will and Smith have an open relationship. Like that's is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, because they because say shit. They don't. What I'm they don't, saying is you're not thing. letting me finish they my point. Though I'm sorry. Please, what I'm please, what I'm saying continue. is I'm gonna let you finish. Thank you, because because what I'm saying is like with Will and Jada, the thing is a lot of it for most of us didn't feel like a surprise to me. It was like we knew something. You know, it was always rumors of open marriage and swinging and all this shit. But as soon as we got confirmation, now you're no longer the perfect couple we thought you were. So we're going to shun you. But what I see is, number one, a level of freedom between a couple that I I don't think we talk about a lot. And then also, neither one of them seem to be in the dark with the other. Like they've sort of painted Will as a victim and like he has no, like Jada's embarrassing him on every show and all this shit. Like on what planet does he not know the shit that Jada's going to say or the woman he's been married to for 30 years? Like I think it's, it's this, because we've been creating these false idols, that's why we're so fucked up. And I'm not saying that Jada and and Will are my idols or anything like that. I'm just saying like this is exposing of a, a level of sort of idol worship that we probably need to start getting away from. If not, if we haven't learned anything from this, it's like stop putting these people on pedestals. Everybody. Okay. Has wait. Shit. Wait. Wait. Even Jay Z cheated on me. Hold on. Hold on. Exactly. Hold on. We, yes. Idols become your rivals, right? That's what uh, a philosopher said. Okay. But <laughs> what philosopher? What I was going to uh, I think his name is called Rick Ross. His name, Drake. Ross. His name Drake. is Aubrey. But Casey, Graham. I'm I'm with you, Casey. I'm I un, I. Here's the thing. I I agree to disagree, right? And and the way I agree to disagree, it, it was almost like a conversation I had with my son, right? And he was like, "Oh, I want to get this tattoo and all this and that." And I said, "Well." Why, why why do you want this tattoo? He's like, oh, I want to get this tattoo of my grandmother. And I was like, okay, where are you going to get it? He's like, oh, I'm going to get it on my neck. And I was like, neck. you're going to get on your neck. Of course, you're going to get on your neck. Get on your arm or your chest or your back. Grow up, so, so he had I want, I want him to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it on my eyeball. To get neck tattoos right. so we so know we it's So we had this. So I right. had to have a conversation with them about what's fair and what's reality. Right. Yeah. You had the Sandra Bullock conversation. Right. You black. If right. you have on a hoodie, nigga. They- <laughs> right. So it's like, yes, All right, it's not unfair oh that you can be, you can't do what white her, people are doing. Um, I get that. Enthusiasm. Right. And you need to get that as a person, right? It's not fair that you can't do something someone else is doing. And so that is where like we didn't see eye to eye, but he didn't get it because I was explaining to him like, if everyone around you that's doing the dumbest shit and you get this tattoo on your neck and you look like them, what do you think people are going to say, right? And so when it comes to like how we should operate, like we're a small percentage of the population. 
So no, it's not fair that we have to live up to certain standards and we have to work double time and we have to do more and more and more. That is the reality, right? I don't have an opportunity to say it's not fair. I have to do what I need to do to move forward. Now, Will and Jada are millionaires. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can say whatever the fuck they want. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I don't care from that perspective. And I understand your perspective is saying like, Yes, they are these people, but I look at it from a different angle, right? Like, from one angle, yes, do whatever you want. Be happy. Share your truth. You know, go for it. But the way I look at it and and the way you're looking at it is as an adult, right? We're adults, right? But I think that Will Smith still appeals to a younger audience, right? And there are younger people that are watching him. Right. And and I think sometimes when when people get in, in that space, they like, well, you know, I'm a do me. I'm a grown person. I'm not a role model. But I'm like, really, though? Really? Yeah, you are. Inadvertently, you are. And, I, and, and not that you have a responsibility to. But for me personally, like, I think Will Smith did change. uh or was a change maker in his upbringing in terms of his career because he was a, a rapper at the time where gangster rap was predominant but he still carved out his own lane and he owned this lane for a very long time that it was okay to be the square black dude right and come up and now that he's an adult it's like oh no I wasn't the square black dude I was actually another dude and here's where I was, which is fine if that's true, but it's the perception in terms of now the black kid that's looking up to him that might have been wanting to be square is now thinking like, well, now I'm confused as a kid, right? And and that, to me, is one of the most damaging things to the black community that, one, like when you look in poor neighborhoods, they don't see the doctor. They don't see the lawyer. They don't see these clean-cut people, so they feel like there's no other option but to be the the trapper or the chief keef and then all this and that. And it's like you get to that area in that space where you're like, you don't see any good black families uh, on the screen or that's representing you. And that is not saying that they're not those people in terms of Will Smith and Jada, but I just felt like Will Smith had, to me, was one of the cleanest, cleanest, white or black, Asian, Mexican, Indian, whoever you want to name, was the cleanest dude on television. And it's almost like he's going backwards now from where he went. And to me, I don't care either way, but I I, I feel like it, his legacy is is he's taking a chink in the armor as as Isaac would say in terms of his legacy where it's like that's not what we wanted from Will Smith or not that we cared about right we wanted to see this awesome dude making moves and continue to make moves because he's one of the you know first black actors to transcend borders in terms of movies where he can sell out and now you got these headlines ripping him apart and it's like, oh, that's what we don't need. Because 
he launched this book the same time he launched King Richard's, right? And King Richard's isn't performing like they wanted it to. Mm. I don't realize that. But Omar, I understand your perspective. I do think that you are hoping for, or you're asking, you, you think his legacy is going to be tarnished by this, but I think expecting a person to not live their truth or just live their entire existence without ever being who they authentically are is a really big ask. So, okay. you know, I agree with some of the things that you're saying, but now, okay. So you know, I, I agree with that. Just for the good of the, the culture, you can never talk to us about like real things. Well, that you okay. I kind of feel like be this. I feel like this is the space that our generation exists in where we, we are the generation that's trying to figure it out because we are the generation that is used to, even when you think about the content that we would consume. I, I still, I remember I was talking to a guy. It was a position that I was considering accepting, and the guy was selling me on this shit. And we got the, it was a marketing consulting type thing, and the guy was we we got heavy into talking about TikTok, and first we were talking about just you know buying ads, period, and he was saying how. Um, Facebook ads in the last like year or two have become a lot more expensive in a sense of not just running the ad, but, you know, the cost per impression and things of that nature. And he was saying how TikTok's yield is much higher than the other social media platforms. And he was saying one of the things that he finds very surprising, not really surprising, but that and we've known this for years, but it's becoming a thing that. This new generation, the more, for lack of a better term, I'm going to use one of our generation's terms, but the more gutter the content looked, the the better response it got. They don't like to see content that's very highly prepared and very kind of cultured. Oh, so and polished. Yeah, and polished. They don't like that because when they see that, it feels like you're trying to sell me something. It needs to look very humble. Even if you are selling me something, it's not the act of selling me something. It's that it feels like you're selling me something is what they're more bothered by. So we come from the day and age where I didn't want to produce content and push shit out there if it wasn't going to be considered not necessarily elite, but polished, where it just looks like, oh, these niggas got some money behind them or just that they cared. So when I see that a person has a certain degree of uh, production value behind the content that they produce. I'm someone that taps into that and feels like, oh shit, yeah, I need to pay attention to this because it looks good. Nowadays, people are looking at that and they're like, nah, they're trying to sell me something. I think that's one of even the things with this uh, um, uh, vaccine. They didn't like it because they were giving it away for free. You know, I was just watching... Trying to think of what his stand. Oh, uh, what's my man? Um, he's on Saturday Night Live. Uh, black guy, Michael Shea. Michael Shea. Michael Shea. Oh my God, he is one of my favorite comedians now. Like I fuck, I just his his comedy taps into me. But he was even talking about this, like in terms of just the awareness. You know, it, it wasn't in this context, but it was the awareness of just how we exist in this space. So it's like when it, when something 
feels too put together, you almost don't want to mess with it. You know what I'm saying? And like, I feel like that's almost kind of what you're talking about a little bit, Casey, is um, when you say a person can give their truth. I think that the space that we're in right now, regardless of whether or not you want to give the truth or not, that is what people are going to respond to. And so that's the decision consciously that you have to make when you want to interact in this domain is am I ready to give you this explicit access into my world in order for me to give followers? And that's the only reason I say when it comes to Jada, she had to have made a conscious decision to say, I'm going to give you an accelerated level of access into my world, which is going to come with some feedback. And I can't determine what the feedback is. I just know that when I put this shit out here on the chopping block, you're going to have an opportunity to take a piece of it and then give me your thought process on it. And, and you can't interact in this space if you're not prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that and, and that's what I'm saying. Our generation specifically, we're dealing with this because we were raised in a space where we remember, oh man, don't dress that way. If you like, even when Omar was talking about the advice that he gave his son, like we are still the generation that wants to have the talk with their children, right? You know, uh, Sandra Bullock right now is under fire because of a real ass conversation that she had with her son. Now, the people that are still acknowledging listen i appreciate what it is that you're saying but they have an issue with it i understand their issue you're putting the full pressure and the full onus on your son to accommodate to the world as opposed to saying me as a white woman hey this is an issue that the world got to deal with and not an issue that my son should have to rectify and from her perspective, it was like, hey, I know you're eight and this is some complex shit I'm about to tell you, but don't wear a hoodie because this is how they're going to feel. And while I, even when I think about it as a potential father, right, like just thinking what kind of conversation would I have with my son? I would have that same conversation with him, but I also still appreciate certain black people that are like nah fuck that i want to raise my black son the way that white people raise their sons to be free to 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 not be trapped by what society wants you to be but who you can be and i don't i don't i, don't, I feel like the jury is still out on that because i feel like we have to acknowledge it on one level for their safety but for their growth if i keep training you and all the the trauma that we were raised in at what point do you evolve beyond it at what point do you feel comfortable with sharing your truth in with a simple acknowledgement that i'm going to share my truth with you but it's going to come with some feedback it's going to come with some shit that i don't i might not want to hear right and, and we can't exist in this space and we can't live in a society where free speech is our number one thing that we our first freedom you know the first amendment the freedom of speech yes you have the freedom to say what the fuck you want to say but what you don't have is the freedom that 
releases you from any judgment. And that's kind of that Dave Chappelle space, I feel a little bit, right? Like, yes, I get it. This is a protected community. However, nobody's above these jokes. We can't just get to a space where it's like, oh, we can make jokes about everybody, but this one, this one group of individuals, oh, no, don't say nothing about them. And, and this one group of individual that are most pronounced in this space are also white men, right? So even though it looks like I'm defending the trans community, are you really defending the trans community or are you defending a white man right? <laughs> that now wants to identify as something else? And they're like, I'm... I'm 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 having more, you know, issues or I'm more afflicted than than black Americans. And I I, I get that. I get that pushback a little bit. And so as much as woke as I want to be in that space, I get it. I can't fully adopt this space where it's like, oh, they're protected. Make make fun of everybody else. Everybody else is free game except for them. And then when I look at the people that I'm defending, yeah, we're defending the trans community, but are we really defending the black trans community? Are we defending the black trans women community? Or are we defending a bunch of white men that were already privileged that are now hopping on the bandwagon and don't like that they can't say the N-word and that they can't do this and can't do that and can't do that? But, oh, I'm a part of this other small community and I need you all to respect that. And if you say the wrong thing, you get canceled. I'm 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 with the pushback on that. It ain't got nothing to do with the trans shit. It's the fact that I know that if it was a bunch of black gay women that were, or not gay, but just black people on that spectrum that were considering themselves trans, this would not be open for discussion. This shit did not become a topic of conversation until enough white men identified as that thing and now we have to acknowledge it and put it on a pedestal you see what i'm saying like yes as much as i want to be there for you and support you i'm not gonna pretend like your plight is tougher than men that get pulled over a white trans man that comes from wealth is not going to get the same treatment as all these names that we have you know as, you know, the the Trayvon Martins, you know what I'm saying, and the Michael Browns, and I can read down the list. Like, you still get treated differently than Michael Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 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 not saying that what you're going through isn't important. I'm saying I'm a little sketchy about the outrage and and being censored because that person feels afflicted. But you've been ignoring black men and black women since the existence of America. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And I don't know if I just rambled and just kind of went off the edge a with that. Bit. A little bit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. just. It's it's all right. I just. Well, I mean, it's that. it's probably a decent transition into the last point I was going to ask about. Um, the last point. <laughs> right. I was like, Damn, listen, don't we we get can, ready for the we can. I got DiGiorno's um, in the oven. <laughs> Not an Uber no more. I guess. Okay, instead of instead of reading what I was going to read, because I think that that will draw this subject out, I'll just ask the the last question of it, which is, 
from the three of you, on a scale from one to ten, how concerned are you about the future of this country? <laughs> Brittany? Eight. Hmm. And, and and ten being the worst, so you're ten being the worst. Okay, like, I'm hella I'm hella concerned. Okay, what is the most concerning thing for you? Leadership. Okay, Omar. Uh, concern. Uh, this is a, a this is a hot one. I think yeah, it's a little loaded. Well, there's a loaded question, right? So I think for the country, I think. As long as we have a strong military, I no concerns for this country. But I, I think that <laughs> one is the military, and then the second would be, you know, uh, what products are we producing? And I think we're producing a lot of products. We have a lot of technology that's coming out of the country. So I'm not too concerned. So on a scale of one to ten, I'm probably at an eight point five. That's still super high. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, that's higher than Brittany. What, what do you mean in terms? Of, well, I thought. Wait, the eight point as, 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 eight point so five is so bad. 10, then, so I'll say a two point right. five. Okay, there you go. Okay, okay. Right. Got it. okay. <laughs> say, nigga, that is Terra level red right now. Right. No. Shit, we yeah. I think it's a good thing. We all need to burgundy, pack up and nigga. get the You're not even in red no button. more. You no. are in like purple. Press no, I button. think as a country, we're, we're fine. I, I think our economy is is decent. I think our military is still decent. I think our dollar is still decent. There's, I think the pandemic hurt us a little bit, but I think the way we handle it was terrible. But I think in terms of the U.S. dollar. But think, the radicalization of like law enforcement and military doesn't I think, concern I you. think that's always been there, right? And that comes with... No, not to this degree. No, uh, honestly, like, here's the thing. Statistically speaking, or you look at the data, like, that shit's still the same. Like, it, it hasn't changed decade over decade. Like, it's... It's still the same. It might be more visible to you now because you're not at work, right? Because you're at, you're at home and you can pay attention to it. But that shit's been going on forever, right? Like it's it's nothing new. The things when you know the countries, and this is not my opinion, it's just what I've read and I've heard it from and read it from several economists. You worry about things when one, how the country recovers from a pandemic, two the military are they still in power and then three are you educating the people right but when you're missing those things is when you know the economy is getting bad now who we have to worry about is china because china lifted 140 million people out of poverty right so that means you're gonna have 140 million people that are now being educated right that's where the new technologies, the new advancements come from. And our schools are trying to ban all history. Well, <laughs> our schools are paying attention to some dumb shit. But here's the bigger issue, right? It's 12.5% of black people in the population. The challenge with that is only 2% are participating in the workforce. Mm. So when you think about things like that in terms of America's going to do fine, right? But in terms of the black community... We see it, we're, we're seeing it deteriorate constantly, right? Even though you have more black women enrolled in college than ever before, 
However, you still have a large percentage of black men going into jail, right? And you still have a large black men not participating in the wider society. I think now that's bad for black people. But in terms of the country, the country's going to do fine. It, it, the country's going to do fine by the people that are participating in it. That's just how economies work, right? Are you going to school? Are you getting educated? Are you innovating, right? That's where I think everyone should look at it. And this is just, you know, to black people, it's just like we are not participating in, in the economy. We're just not. We're, we're living backwards where everyone is living in the future. Mm. On a um, personal level. I, have a, I, I do want to challenge those statistics about us working, but go ahead. I, no, I, no, go ahead. Should look those go ahead. Up. Go ahead, because yeah. this is actually a fact. But you should try to challenge <laughs> it. Okay. But no, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't no, want to but, challenge it here but, but, because I don't know for sure. No, but no, no, I do think but that I'm that's telling you, this lower is, than what. No, I'm telling you this. This is the data just came out, right? Okay. And so here's the thing. Like, I'm not saying you're lying. No, I'm just I'm, saying this is I, the facts. Yeah. I, I, this is in my statistics. This is a fact, right? And it's not a statistic. Well, no, the, uh, you it's, say it's that the data. It it's the data. <laughs> but, but no, it's not even a statistic. It's a it's the data, right? Like it's based on the government's data in terms of who's participating in the workforce. This isn't me making this up. This isn't some well, I news. I literally outlet, just googled outlet. it and it said of the workforce, twelve percent are black. Basically the same as the percentage of uh black people in this country. So it So how is that? The, do the math. How is no, no, it no. that twelve point five percent of the twelve point six of the people that are in the workforce of the of the thirty one point nine million people that are working twelve point six percent of that were black? Wait, what is this data you're looking at? You think there's only thirty one million at, people working in the United States? Oh, let let me go to this. This is blacks in the. This is the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. So we got to break this um, down. Yes. I mean, I wasn't hey, trying to do I'm it hungry. on this. Yeah. Okay. okay let's, uh, we'll, we'll, let's wrap this we'll up. We'll revisit let's it wrap, later. Let's yeah. wrap this go up. Ahead, go ahead, Ike. I'm going to let you. I'm uh, so, so next time we'll have, we'll have the data. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about statistics. <laughs> uh, as it relates to my percentage, I feel like, so so on one level, there is what I feel and and then what and I and ask think. yourself really quickly: Is this going to be your uh, your? But no, I'm um, gonna keep this quick. Um, okay. I think that in terms of there are times where I feel like in terms of where America is going, sometimes it can feel like what Omar said earlier: eight point five between eight to nine, somewhere in there. So I say eight point five in terms of concern, and then when I pause. And I really think about it. I'm like, I'm at about a five, right? Which is kind of neutral. And it kind of goes back to what Omar is saying is I have to remind myself that social media is giving me insight into things that I didn't have insight into earlier. So I didn't know, you know, like the stories that we see, like the names that I was calling out earlier and the names of all, you know, the black people who you know, have been killed um, unfairly, 
by many of our perspectives from law enforcement or just whatever. Like we can look at those statistics. We now have names. Back when we were growing up, we didn't know the names. Like like Trayvon Martin would not have trended back then. We knew about Emmett Till, but that story was a lot more common than I think many of us wanted to accept back in the day. And when you realize that, it's like the way I feel now may be a more adequate representation of what is the reality. But back in the day, I didn't know that that was the reality. And so, you know, you felt confident being an American, chasing after the American dream, right? And so I have to sometimes take a pause and say, what I'm feeling isn't in total alignment with the reality of what our people have always existed with. We feel like there's some new shit. This is something different, but it's very like you can look back on pictures back when they would have like public lynchings. And this is in the 1900s. This is like the 1940s, 50s, 60s, where someone was getting hung and you had a bunch of white people that were sitting there and their children and they're looking up at the three people that got hung and everybody felt like, hey, this is valid because they raped this woman and, and us sitting and watching a public lynching was just like normal. This wasn't populating our news feed on a constant basis and the nightly news wasn't talking about that. And so it was happening like uh, what was that thing I saw recently? Uh, uh, Amber Ruffin, I believe her name is, where she was talking about mm-hmm. how many um, towns, you know, we, we all know about Tulsa, Oklahoma now, right? I learned about Tulsa, Oklahoma when I was in college, and it blew my mind then. It blew my mind again when she had, uh, you know, she did a show, and she talked about like 20 towns that were like thriving towns that are now buried underwater that we've never heard of. And so you start to hear, you, as you hear about it now in 2021, it's, it fucks your head up and you're like, what? But then imagine if you were in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and you're hearing about all of these things, we would have had a different feeling existing in this world. It, we didn't know it was happening, and so we didn't feel that way if you're living in Chicago and you're just dealing with Chicago shit. But this has been the America that we've always existed in. We just didn't know about it. And so once I come into that awareness, then I got to recalibrate how I feel. Like, all right, like what you're feeling is just some frustration about the acknowledgement of what is actually happening. However... You grew up in times that statistically were worse. Like, because even when you look at the data, crime is down. Even though it fit, like, oh, niggas is jacking people. They doing this. They doing that. Yeah, it's fucked up. But it's always been that fucked up. You just didn't have the citizen app that lets you know when someone got mugged two blocks away from you. You didn't know about that. Maybe it didn't make the news. Police officers knew about it, but you didn't know about it. But now you got an app and an algorithm that's shooting that shit to you. That's telling you, be petrified when you walk out from your front door. But it's the exact same world that you've always been living in. So that's why I'm like, when I really think about so what's it, your score? five. Like it's, from my mental it's space. It's, it's like a five when I think on it. But how I feel, I do feel more anxiety in 2021 than I ever have. So in terms of what I feel is 8.5. 
the reality of what I think about when I analyze it, it's like it's really like a five. And that's what kind of fucks my head up is the difference between the reality versus what I feel. Right. What about you? Uh, I agree. Casey's like a twelve. To, to She's like I'm like a twelve. <laughs> I deal with, no, with a lot of white men, and I don't. Fuck <laughs> oh man, you have no idea. Um, <laughs> so I I think I'm a little closer to Brittany in the sense that I'm a seven. Um, Safe. I think. Yeah. Well. I think what I struggle with is is seeing the regression. Like I I agree with your points. Like uh, Omar talking about like um, the strength in military or the things that we're producing and the things that you're talking about where things have really always been kind of shitty um, and that's not really a new phenomenon. I do think though that like when we were seeing progress, it was it was based on like certain events. So like you know uh, we knew uh, there was. The level of police brutality that, that may have been going on but until Rodney King was recorded and people saw it it was like oh shit like you know when you get those jarring visuals you started to see I mean not even even further back you had different things happening in the civil rights movement and things like that um but just meaning when things are kind of right in front of people's faces it's like okay we can't even really deny this anymore um, I think what's hard for me to see right now is we have more access and we're able to see things easier than ever. And we're, we're regressing even further. Like, you know, we have certain parties embracing the most radical of them. We have, you know, fucking Kyle Rittenhouse clearly, you know, crossing state line, basically supporting vigilantism when it, when it looks like them, you know, just different things that are like, okay, where where are we about to go? Like, I don't know that there's ever going to be a race war just because it's way too complicated now. Like, there's a bunch of hotep niggas who are Trump supporters. Like, I, I don't think it's very black and white the way it may have been back in, in the day. But um, I also do know that typically before, like, a major awakening or... Um, progression or anything like that there is a period that is very very shitty and very very difficult so my optimism comes from that I think that maybe we're in a time where you know right now is really really fucked up and it has to get a little more fucked up before everyone just kind of rises up and is like okay that was a little too bad we're gonna have to make some hard changes um so, yeah, that's why I say it's more of a seven, although sometimes I feel like eight, nine, ten. My logical mind says, OK, Casey, like take a deep breath. It's probably more like a seven. But at any point, like the Supreme Court is making it very clear they they are if they overturn Roe v. Wade, which is very likely. Um, I don't know if they survive it. Like, I don't know if the Supreme Court will be the law of land, uh, the land at a point. Like it just, um, anyway, I could go all day, but anyway, uh, I, I would say seven. So, okay. Um, Ike, do you have an opinion tonight? I got tons of opinions, but I'm gonna keep this uh, one very brief. Keep this very brief. Cause we've already been talking for a little bit. You know, we had a couple of technical difficulties. Um, you know what? Let's talk about air travel real quick, okay? Uh, and I'll just make this opinion, <laughs> okay. and I'll just keep it, you know, 
kind of brief, uh, but just my frustration. I've I've been traveling more. <laughs> Ironically, I've been traveling more during this pandemic than I normally would. And I I actually I don't even think that was reckless because I've been safe and, you know, we all sanitized and I'm vaccinated and all this other type of stuff. But I'm a little disappointed when I see the deterioration of that experience and the fact that uh, we are in a space now. Like, I'm not a proponent of saying shit needs to be 10 times more expensive than it is now. But it's just the acknowledgement that as we grow and as we develop and as more people get access to the system, the more ridiculous that things get. And I remember there was a couple of months back I was sitting on an airplane and I had the exit row, which felt great. I was in a middle seat. That wasn't great, but it was it was one of them exit rows on like one of them big jets, like the 777 or which 787, one of them where when you're in the second exit row, you got all of that room where you could just kick your feet out. You can break dance if you want to in the middle of that shit. So I felt good. I've been in, yeah, I've been in. Uh, right. <laughs> like it's wide. It's wide. Wide as fuck, right? Like I could do like a, a 90 and spin and do a windmill if I wanted to. But this dude comes on the flight and, you know, he's got on his mask. If, when he first was walking in, I just saw the flag. So I saw the flag, and when I looked at him, he looked, you know, had that kind of hillbilly energy. But I was like, whatever. He gets on, he got the mask on. He turns. On one side, it's the flag. On the next side, it's Trump looking like the the dude. And I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. Right? And not it's going to be an issue, but is this about to be one of these situations where halfway through the flight, he's like, I'm tired of this mask. This is the man, to, you know, and I'm just thinking, I don't want no bullshit. I don't want to end up on a video because if the flight attendant has to come over at me at flight and talk to this dude and be like, excuse me, sir, I need you to cover your mouth and your nose. And he starts having an issue. I'm going to have an issue. Not because I'm just like, man, fuck that. No, because I'm trying to get to my destination. I'm trying to get from point A to point B. Here's the reality that I think everybody needs to understand. Don't none of us want to be a part of this shit. Nobody likes getting a vaccine. Let's let's be honest. Niggas don't like needles. They don't like getting a shot unless you're a heroin addict, right? Or a diabetic or somebody that has to take shot. Nobody wants to voluntarily say, let me go and just inject me with this special serum, right? But there's a point where if you are a part of society and you're trying to interact with society, at the end of the day, you're just trying to live your life. And there are people that make living your life easier and people that make that shit much more complex. And when I'm trying to get from point A to point B and I've already determined that I'm going to comply with this system, you knew when you bought the ticket, they made you check like eight boxes before you even got your ass on this plane. You had to go through TSA. You've done all of this shit before you made your way onto the plane and got 35,000 feet in the sky. The moment you decide to do that, now ain't the time for you to show your ass. And if you do decide to show your ass, you're not just fighting Delta. You're not fighting United. You're not even fighting Southwest. You're fighting Isaac Paul, right? Because 
I'm trying to get to my next donation. I mean, my, my, my next destination. I'm bothered by the fact that you are about to make what was already an arduous journey. You're making it much more complex. I'm about to be on social media and not Facebook, right? Like not TikTok. I'm going to be on World Star because if you start creating shit and I'm sitting next to you, oh, you ain't got to worry about the flight attendant. I'm going to be on the flight attendant side. (laughs) Like I had already made a decision when this dude sat down. It was fucked up because in my mind, I had already created the scenario where if the bullshit happens when I'm 30,000 feet in the sky, I'm going to have a real ass conversation with him. I'm going to let the flight attendant know, uh, ma'am, you no, go ahead and, you know, service the other customers. I'm going to talk to him. And I lean over him and be like, listen, fam, you got like two options. You can either put this mask up by choice or you can I can put it up after I knock your ass out because I'm we, we ain't about to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a destination that I have to get to. I'm about to knock your ass out. I'm 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 going to like I'm going to hand my phone to the woman that's sitting to my right, and I'm gonna just ask record and write when you record. Yell out world star because if you don't put that shit above your nose. I'm about to whoop your ass because you knew when you booked this ticket that you felt this way. This this ain't the time for you to decide to become a freedom fighter. You're picking the wrong thing to become a freedom fighter about. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds bogus. And I know y'all going to listen to me and be like, oh, I feel. No, I'm not playing this game. We we air travel is stressful as it is. We all have to comply. I know people want to call you a sheep or call you sheeple. No, it's not that. We just want to get from point A to point B. And we're thinking about how do I minimize the bullshit so that I can exist? You know what I mean? And and as much as people can feel like, oh, man, you're being a, a, a sheep. You know, one of the biggest people, I got a friend that is part of that like QAnon space And the biggest thing that they'll say sometimes is like always feeling like the government is trying to do something, is trying to, you know, harm you and this, that, and third. I had an epiphany and I'll I'll end it on this. And I don't know if this is deep or fake woke, but just follow me with this. You feel that they are going to put something in this serum that's going to affect you. And I had an idea the other day that I think that the whole tep woke community needs to listen to because this might fuck y'all head up. You think that they're going to put something in this vaccine that's going to harm you so that they can eliminate people. I have another thought. If you guys really are as conscious, as woke, as dangerous as you believe you are, don't you think that the government wants to wipe you out? Don't you think they want to wipe you out? Like, think about that for a second. Like, if you're the one with all the answers and you're the danger and they come out with a quote unquote disease, they want to wipe you out. So you refusing the vaccine is more or less kind of like, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like you are placing yourself in a position where you're going to be the one that gets eliminated 
You, you feel what I'm saying? Because if the government was really as dystopian and wants to control you as much as they think they do, or as much as you think they may want to, they want to wipe you out. They know you didn't want to take the vaccine. So if you were really woke, I would be like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go ahead and take this because I'm the one with the answers. I don't want to take it. They know I don't want to take it. They ain't trying to wipe out the people that are complying. They want to wipe out the people that are not complying, right? That's 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 the biggest thing when I think about the whole process, when I'm like, even what it is that you all are standing on doesn't make sense. Because if you got all the answers, if you're the biggest threat, you're the one that they that the disease is going to wipe out. They're not going to mass produce something, force everybody to take it so they can wipe out 90% of the population. Like that, From your logic, that doesn't even make sense. That does not make sense. Like you actually are a part of the contingency that they will want to remove. So if you was truly woke, I would go ahead and take this vaccine so that you can be one of the truth tellers on the other side. You know what I mean? Like that, I, and I don't even know what I said makes sense to y'all. But I had to start the other day and I was like, man, if I was really, really, truly a conspiracy theorist and I was like, I'm the threat, then what's the thing that they know I don't want to do? Then that would mean that COVID really was something that was supposed to separate the sheep from the from, you know, the you know, or the herders from the sheep herder, right? Like, I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense, but that was my thought process. Like, don't, people outthink themselves when it comes to science in these situations. Stop being stupid, right? When you get your ass on these flights, don't take the flight if you know off top you don't want to comply. Like, we get upset with the shit that, the government is doing and we take it out on one another. You take it out on the flight attendants. You take it out on the service workers. You take it out on the person that's making your sandwich because they ask you to put a mask on. Nigga, they just earning a check. They making $15, $16, dollars an hour. They are not the man. You're 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 fighting with Darnell right now. Right? You about to get into a a, a whole issue with Darnell. And he's just saying, listen, this is what they told me to tell you. You had a choice to not come into Panera and get this sandwich. You chose to come here. Don't be fake woke and now you trying to stand in front of all these people and, oh, this is where I'm drawing the line and I'm fighting you. No, nah, you're not really fighting Panera. You fighting Darnell. Fuck that. Don't, don't be that person. And if you're sitting next to me, or if you're in front of the line and I want to get my sandwich made and you're holding up everything because you don't want to put your mask on, yo, I'm telling y'all, I'm going to give my phone to somebody. I'm going to say, the moment you press this button, yell out world star. Because if this nigga don't put this mask on or get out of line, it's about to be an issue. And that is my opinion, but that may be just an area. I'm I'm done with this shit. Like the fake awoke <laughs> shit. I'm just... I'm just Letting people know, I'm not the one that you want to be fake woke around because I've already exhausted. I, I have no more fucks to give, Casey. That's all I'm saying. I have no I more fucks it. to give. 
I just have a question. Do people still look at World Star? Is this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> that's some old nigga shit. I follow. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure it's still I a thing. Okay. I need to that's hear World Star before I wild out because I feel like that'll amplify me, right? Like if you're just gotcha. recording and that's you're your quiet, set it off. Yeah, phrase. if you're quiet in the background, then maybe I'm a I'm a feel self conscious. The moment I hear you yell out World Star, then I'm gonna feel validated in knowing. There you go. I'm okay. doing you know this for the. Do people. In that situation. I'm doing this for the people. That's my opinion, Casey, and I'm I'm gonna stand on that shit, man. I'm I'm I gotta move around, man. I'm I don't know how this is gonna play out. I'm being honest. I don't know how it's gonna play out, but I know I'm I'm moving forward with life. And if you're not ready to move to an island and live life on your own, do what the fuck they telling you to do the same way you've been doing what the fuck they've been telling you to do your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> don't get okay, don't get woke man. now. Don't get woke now when I need to get my sandwich and I ate all day. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay. Like my, you know, I'm just saying. Right. It has limits. Okay, Spider Man. Thank you. you Who's Spider Man? Crime and shit. <laughs> Maybe. Out here Maybe. fighting crime and shit. <laughs> well, thank you, Isaac. We appreciate your final word. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> all right, guys. It's a wrap. Ah. We want to thank everybody for, of course, tuning in and listening to another installment of The Tequila Tales Unleashed. I know it's been a while, but we back. As always, we appreciate your continued support, and especially we appreciate it now more than ever. So, of course, we ask you guys to uh, continue to do as before and share the podcast with your friends through all of your social media outlets um, that you're a part of. So, just as a reminder... You can follow us um, on Instagram, Twitter, and um, Facebook, as well as YouTube. Don't forget, on YouTube, we do have our own channel. Um, you can follow that follow that channel at, at The Tequila Tales. Um, in addition, after listening, don't forget to review the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else that it allows you to. <laughs> um, keep, uh, let's see here. Uh, yes, our website. Don't forget. That's still active, right? right. It is. Casey. <laughs> yes. It's still going. It's okay. still going. It's still going. Ain't that This is the blackest podcast ever. The blackest podcast We could get with some gas. We don't know. It, it, anytime don't know. things could change. But it's still so, up. It's still okay. up. <laughs> it's up. It's up. Okay. So for our, more information it on... um on different things that we are a part of, you know, don't know where this is going to go, but uh, it's there. So uh, visit the website at thetequilatales.com. There's always a, a spot where you can shoot us suggestions and things like that. So we do value your words. Um, that, that's, that's actually why Kind of, sort of. Um, kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, damn. Okay. I mean, yeah. a little bit. We're going to read it. We might not we care. We might not care what you say though, but maybe we will. It depends. I care, y'all. I care. <laughs> Send it to me. Okay. But overall, thanks again for the support. We always appreciate that. Um, and then of course for lending your ear. Until next time, stay safe and stay healthy, people. Bye.